We're in Suderham, which you've taken me to this charming little, you said this is a great area. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an island resort. It's an island resort, and That's you've right. taken us to a place, this, the sign of the White Knight, and uh, you said that this is the, the best part of town. This is. This is, this is where all the tourists go. It's a tourist trap. I There's th- little trinkets and everything else. I think I saw Vic at the sign of the rose last night. Oh, you did see Vic <laughs> at the sign of the rose. someone who looked like Vic. Yeah. <laughs> Was at the sign of the rose. I yeah, know. I... Well, it's a tourist. Tr- it's a place where uh, tourists can come and rest and relax and recharge. Everyone was so friendly. They were very there friendly last night. They were, they? Ex- they were extremely friendly at the old. It was uh, weird. I usually don't get that much attention. No, you're right. And um, then I showed I didn't have any money, and then strangely they kicked me out, which I didn't get. Which is weird because when we entered, we had lots of money, and then it strangely disappeared. Right. Um, so uh, you you. Come in with money, you leave without. It's kind of like going to, uh, you know, Sci-Fi City, which is a great place. That, which, by the way, we, we're still getting a lot of positive comments from that uh, event. People really had a great time. That was a lot of fun. I'm going to run a game there again because I, I really liked Sci-Fi City. Oh, don't tell Jeannie. Okay, well, we won't. No problem. Oops. Um, that, I must have been confused. That wasn't Vic at the sign of the rose. That's right. It's not, well, and we're going to be in Suderham up until the tournament. This is kind of like we're staging here. So You said we're doing a pub crawl. We're doing a pub crawl. That's right, through Suderham. <laughs> Sounds great. So, uh, so well, again, well, welcome to Grog Talk. I'm James. I'm Dan. So, again, for our folks, sorry we're running a little late, uh, but uh, unfortunately we had some technical difficulties. And the production goblin, uh, Nico, he is at the uh, Goblin War College today. His school has started, and... Uh, I guess due to the terms of his probation, he has to go to school on Saturday. So. Oh, well, I think that's, is that mandatory? All goblins, you have to do a period of service, don't you? Right. When you think? I think so. So he's going to be uh, unavailable for the next few weeks uh, while he learns uh, something that he'll never use. But hey, it, uh, it's closer to him becoming an emancipated goblin, which is what uh, myself and my uh, spouse are looking forward to. Now... There's a hellhound in residence, is that right? Yes, there is a hellhound in Are we going to get to see the hellhound? There's a hellhound running around here. Are we going to see this thing? I, I think we'll try to do that at the end. After the show, I'll see if we can bring him in. Because <laughs> we don't need more production problems. He, like, <laughs> runs, if he ran through here, I want to see him run through, right, and behind. Just, just, just do a little lap. So my, oldest, my, two older, my two older sons are here. All three of my children are here, which is great. Uh, they, too, came last night. And my oldest son has a Doberman, a giant Doberman, and... Dan was not aware that a Doberman was here. He, he was telling me that you, you like cats. Yes, I like you cats. Have a number. I'm more of a, we have eight cats in the house right now. So when a large 90-pound missile was aimed at you, what was your reaction? No, it was quite terrifying. <laughs> I mean, let, let's just put it this way. I rolled a two on my surprise roll. <laughs> you were surprised. <laughs> that Doberman got two free attacks on me. <laughs> the fire is going down. This is a sign. This is a, We got to... This is the last episode of Grog Talk. Right. This is like uh, Hellhounds, sex, fires. sex pistols. Are you at? You feel like you've been cheated. So oh there you go. Oh my gosh. Yes, right. he has eight cats. This, so. these, this place, man. This area of town's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Get the hell out we of got here. Got dogs, run, hellhounds running around. Oh my he, god. He does look like a hellhound. I mean, he literally looks like the hellhound. I want to go back to Hobbiton. All right. 
All right, so let's talk real quick about GrogCon coming up October 11th through 13th. Better sign up. Right. If you're you, not going to get into these choice games. Right, we have lots of games. Uh, if you want to host a game, that you still have options until September thir- 15th. Um, we've got to give uh, Marty, right? I guess I'm Marty. I've got to give his... I should, we should make him call the Grog line to get it. No, but then everyone would hear it. You want more hoops for our fans? I know, to right? Through? Yeah. I don't think so. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, Marty, uh, is, I gotta, Marty, I got to send you the uh, redemption code. You know, this, this is... No, this is not good. Oh. Oh, oh. Is it going to stay up? I hope so. That's good. I think it's going to, like, spring. <laughs> from <the laughs> it's just going to launch on it. <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, so uh, Gro- we got GrogCon coming up uh, October 11th through the 13th. Uh, you can register at Tabletop Events through the Crucible 8 convention, so please do so. Please sign up for the games. And, and there are, I've only got one spot left in two of my games, so sign up. Yeah, yours is doing real well. Thank you, thank you. My uh, reputation precedes me. And uh, yep, we've, we've got the, uh, the free pass coming for Marty for... Uh, being on the winning team. That's right, at from the our tournament. tournament. And um, so again, there's miniature play, role, table, tabletop role-playing, other old-school games. Um, you know, Ron, uh, sorry, Vic is going to run his uh, adventure. He's building, he came on last week and talked about the, uh, the 3D modeling he's doing for that. And, yep. and the Basically, he's recreating Blood Red Falls for you to play. So that, just in itself, um, uh, Carl Slicing created a module just for GrogCon. So we have that. We have um, all kinds of things. So it's, if you want to have a great weekend, come out to GrogCon uh, October 11th through the 13th down in Kissimmee, which is about 45 minutes from here. It's uh, South Orlando, basically, for those who are not from the area. Okay. Um, we want to thank our patrons and reviews uh, that we've been getting on iTunes. So we have another heraldry we have to uh, issue to Ron. Ron, who was at our uh, summer tournament a couple weeks ago. Indeed. Um, he has claimed East Orlando. He recognized that... Uh, you got all your spots open. Yeah, well, we're, mine, mine too. I know how you feel. Uh, so Vic's like, he's... Yeah. He's got room available. I'm definitely playing in... See, that's why I'm not running so many games, because I know you're, as one of the organizers, you're supposed to um, be available to run around. I'm taking the opposite approach. I'm just going to keep playing. And if people want me, they can come find me. Hey, that's great. That's uh, great. So I'm, I intend to play in Vic's game. I intend to play in Carlos's game. Well, sign up for Vic's game. Make him feel better. I will. Okay. Yeah. I, will, I will do that. I've been... I, I, will, I, will, I'm, I will join. I like how Ron is not being greedy. He's just taking East Orlando. You know, right. Vic has, like, all of Minnesota. Right. I'm not saying Vic was greedy, because we offered him Minnesota, I think, didn't we? Yes. He, 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 he was happy with it. As he should be. Actually, I think the, he was a little concerned we were going to give him North Dakota, which is not where he lives, because we were talking about the big sky. Which right, really because not. you're because you're required to kind of what we call ride the circuit. Right. You're required to visit the territories periodically. Yeah. Right. So if you have uh, North Dakota, you have to go there. Right. Yeah, so he has he, to visit his, his, his entitled lands, absolutely. So, exactly. So Ron, in fact, in his email said, well, I understand claiming all of Orlando would be problematic. So he is claiming East Orlando. Oh, because that's right, because you oh, would be under his power. But he was born and raised in North Dakota. I know, at Go Bison. I didn't realize that. He went that. to North Dakota State. 
Oh, very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So well, now he claims North Dakota too. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to talk about that already. There no, could no. be a territorial claim. No, no, we no we need I, we need to give Vic North Dakota. You know why? Uh-huh. Okay, what are the odds we're going to have a listener from North Dakota? You say that now. Someone may pop out of the wood. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. I'll think about it. This is this well. If you're from North Dakota and you're out there, you better right. become you a go. patron. You better become a patron fast, fast, or else, or else Vic is uh, invading. <laughs> his hordes are moving. <laughs> the Vikings. West. They're moving west. The Minnesota Vikings are coming. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, he's making his claim. Uh, what is that? What's like a deed? You have to wait so many days, or uh, you have to basically you're. We have to advertise. He's giving notice. Right. We'll have to yeah, ad- he's going to publish notice right. in the local newspaper we'll that Vic it. is claiming North Dakota. So what do we give it? One week? Two weeks? I would give it two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. Two so weeks. North Dakota, you got two weeks, or you're going to be under the... Uh, what happens if it's South Dakota? Someone lives in South Dakota, and then they want to move up where Vic's moving yeah. west. Then we'll have to figure out some kind of trial. We, exactly. We would have... So what we do is we give them each a character. Mm-hmm. And we would, yeah, they would Maybe be. Carlos battle. would run the, the, be the referee for that. Are there jousting rules in one? Yes, of they, course I, there I, are. Why wouldn't there of be? Of course, there's some. Someone's done jousting. So we would do a joust. Publish knows my butt. Well, no. What we what we would do is <laughs> we would have a grappling contest with the grappling. Rules. Oh yes, that's right. We have the grappling. <laughs> we'll bring contest. Ed on. That's right. Ed is the grappling Arbit- expert. Arbitrator of, of weapons. What combat. I like about Ed and grappling is that Ed, Ed, not only does Ed know the grappling rules well. He knows, like, he's, like, the only one who does. Yeah. So, like, if it's grappling time, he's like, give me the DMG. Yeah, that was, we played last week, and I'm not sure what, he could have told us he uh, yeah, he's, ripped two people's arms off. Carry, well, carry the one, two, three, four, five, okay. Yeah. And then he's got, like, this result. Oh, I gouged him for two points, and they tackled me Yeah, he's got my left three. arm right. in the back, and there's two points there. Yeah, but that's the great thing about it is that you just, um, you just let him do it as the player. Right. Ed told me at Gary Con to grapple and for the look on the DM's face. I'm like, I grapple. Right. The guy was like, Are you serious? Get, we only have three hours. Get out yes, get away from my table. Like uh, SpongeBob, two hours later. Leave my table. Well, are we ready to now yes, provide Ron with a all right, so uh, I think this So is, I'm gonna be typing, so you're gonna have to uh, you want me to roll or you're rolling? I don't care. I think you should roll. You, okay. You're gonna drive the bus uh, it's for Ron. Here is so 15, what am I doing? That a 20-sided and 30-sided divided by 2. Oh, okay. It's, it takes forever to roll. Just rolls and rolls and rolls. It's not bad. 7. Chamberlain. Wow, what is the deal with the Chamberlain? Wow. Oh, and then this is... Uh, D4. Well, Yeah, I don't know why I'm rolling that again. Did you ever find your D4? I don't have a D4. I've lost my D4. You lost your D4 a month ago. And you still haven't found it. <laughs> it's waiting to be stepped on. Yeah, probably. It's like I'm a just going to roll this and figure it out. Because what we have, like, we have, well, like. It's not her. No, it's, 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 it's his most, or, all right. I don't know. I'm always confused by this one. All right. What does the all mean there? Oh. All. Well, then it would be majestic, all brilliant. As opposed to most. So, no, we'll, Chamberlain all something. Chamberlain all. All right, I got you. All right. Brilliant. Okay, so hold on. The Chamberlain. I oh, see. wait a second. What did I roll? I wrote a set. Yes, brilliant. Chamberlain all brilliant. 
Mm-hmm. Highness. Highness? <laughs> really? Highness. Okay. Yes. You sure? Well, well yeah, because right, it was a 24. Order to roll 23, 30, yeah. 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, 24, 23. Yep, highness, you're right. 23, so do we round up on that? Yeah, they round up 12. Sir. Oh, that's good. Something normal. Oh, wow. What is this? So this you have is... to roll d D30 and, and a D6 to see if it's coming right. back. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, oh, wow. So that would be like... The last four. One of the last fours. 30, 29, 28, 27, 28, 5 up. Yep. Right. Relentless. Sir, relentless. Sir, relentless. I like it. Relentless. relentless. I think if I was a character, I would make my first name Sir. Who? Someone said they were sir. <laughs> they were. It was, it was Rod's right, character. Right, sir, whatever. Sir. He was his first level character. Yeah. I, to be ben- I was being a smart ass. It has to be benighted. Yeah, and he's like looking at you like... Who are these guys? Wait, I'm never coming back. But, who, but if you made your name sir... Right, you, you would think you'd have... To- you think you someone would have to sir you? You can't just, you can't just self-sir. <laughs> I, why can't I name my child sir? No, I'm sure... You, well, my wife is a... S-U-R. So, okay, my well, or S H. There's a guitar S U R H. Sure, sure. There you go. Uh, my wife's a pediatric nurse. You can ask her about all the names that people name their kids. It's horrible oh, what people do. Sure, yes. All right. Ten. Ten. Victor over. Victor over. Oh, it was so close to Slayer of. Oh, that would have been great. All right. So Ron Christopher. We already bestow his title. So Ron is the Chamberlain. Everyone's, we just by default, everyone's a Chamberlain from this point. <laughs> is this the third Chamberlain? At, yes. At least it, really? Is, is the third Chamberlain. A fifth, that's like three out of six that we've bestowed. The Chamberlain, all brilliant, highness. Sir Relentless Victor. Over East Orlando, Ron Christopher. I like that. I love it. Congratulations, Ron. Do you have a little, you, you don't splice in there a little trumpet music, do you? I could do that. No, no. I don't want to give you extra. No, no I, you I do, do enough. I do make the heraldry page, which we which people have appreciated. They I don't like that. I need, what we need to do is start asking what colors they want, because I kind of oh. come up with the random colors. Mm-hmm. Now, some of them, uh, I kind of, like uh, when Martin did his, uh, I try to incorporate the colors of Sweden and Quebec uh, for Max. Wow. Which are similar colors. You know? Wow. France and, and Sweden. I hope that effort's being appreciated. That's nice. Uh, it's, the, it's the small touches that I think people... The Druid and the Yes, exactly. Um, okay. So if you do, if you are a patron and um, at any level, you can claim some part of the world for the Grog Empire. And mm-hmm. then we will bestow it upon you. Mm-hmm. Which I think you love rolling dice and giving out names. Except Chamberlain seems to be the only thing we can do. Mm-hmm. I'm a disappointed in that. All right, spell selection. All right. Are you ready for that next exciting thing? I cast a spell on you. Oh, no, random encounter. What am I talking about? Oh, my gosh. That was my fault. I grabbed that book. Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry Sorry about that, uh, Martin. If, if it looks more like fin- Finland. <laughs> I'll have to look at it again, Martin. Yeah, they're wrong. Well, the, the banner maybe. You're, you know, you're, you're probably, you may be right. Oh, I'm sure he's right. He more than me. He would know. Right. That's like me trying to explain. He's which, like telling us what the flag in the U.S. looks like. Which, by the way, I'm glad he reminded me of that because I, I was supposed to give him a shout out about something. Before we do that, I apologize. I'm, I'm glad there's somebody outside the U.S. that doesn't hate us. 
us as the U.S. <laughs> who uh, her, uh, not us? Oh, okay. That, no, the United States, just oh, in general. Okay, because okay, I was like, I, why? I don't think we've ever said anything. Heraldry. Okay. It's hard to spell. All right. So let me look. Let me look at this. So uh, Cyber Heston has said. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, you're, yes, I can change that if you'd like. I meant the back colors are there, but yes, that that does look like Finland. I can change that around. I think the problem was, um, Martin, is that I kind of gave. Oh, I sh I should have made it exactly the Swedish thing. I'll change that for you. That's no problem. Um, and then we can decide if you want to uh, like like Vic is doing his his. He's not satisfied with his land that he's claimed, and now he's trying to move west. Yeah, um, this is very aggressive. I kind of like our 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 lieges here and our you know our I guess vassals, which sounds demeaning, but they are kind of technically our vassals. They're expanding. They're not think, satisfied no. with their empire. We should turn this into like a game of risk. So what you should do is, yeah, if you want to claim something, you let us know. Right. And then we'll send, we'll do a notice. We'll do it on, we can just do it here orally right. on Grog Talk. Right. And we'll give like a two-week period. So it's Game of Thrones break. Right. We're becoming Game of Thrones like. Now, does it, ha you, but, but your area has to be contiguous. Mm -hmm. But you could expand. But well, it's got to be contiguous. Or it has to be so far away from us, we don't know it's contiguous. We think it's right. either contiguous or we believe it's contiguous. Right. So the the other Chamberlain, if David Thompson were to claim South Korea, and even though he's in right. Australia, we'd be like, yeah, okay, that sounds about right. Oh, you see, now, last time I checked, Australia's an island. So that's kind of hard for him. It would be a sea campaign. To, oh, that would he, be he'd have to He'd have to assault it. So, mm -hmm. But I can see why uh, Martin is correct, yes. I don't know why I didn't put the yellow in the... In the in the uh, shield. Don't there. beat yourself up. I know it's that's terrible. I was the, um, the unfortunately Carlos and Max they I inadvertently used the same similar color scheme, so that's why I'm like, oh no, we have uh, yellow and blue. It's not that big a deal. Really I, I'm rolling this time. Oh yeah, let's yes, go for it. All right, let's not be in a dungeon. Let's not be. The, oh, but uh, I almost again. We're we are ADD. This whole this lack of production goblin. You know, this is like having when you have if you're ever fortunate to have someone to help you and then they're not here. Yeah, you kind of fall apart. We become dependent. He likes the expansive. So um, one of the things that Martin wanted to let us know, and I went there, <laughs> there uh, is that he has finished his first part of the Swedish translation of the first edition AD&D rules. You know, that raises a very interesting question. How many? Uh, different languages. His AD, is it only in English? Can no, you? I know. Well, I know. Well, I, that sounded terrible. I'm aware of multiple languages, at least later editions. I, I assume all of these have been translated. That's so. interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't even thought about that. So, if you're in another, you know, if if, if you don't read English, yeah, if you don't read English, you're you. Someone has to translate for you. It's like so. This is it. So I, I went here and... Oh, available free of charge. Free of charge. So if you click on it, it's super cool. I know, I can't oh, wish... Oh, wow. I love the... Uh, There's a uh, fighting the, man. He looks like a fighting man. He's got the old... He's, oh, not here. He's got the old school writing. Right. Right, which is very nice. The old school font. Standard regular is the... Is the c cover. And then, you know, you, uh, of course, for us ignorant Americans, we have to Google Translate. And um, so I'm going to put a link in the show description. So for our Swedish friends, because 
unlike some of our other lieges, which again, we appreciate them all, Martin is, is really taking this challenge up. How do we get become the top 10 in Sweden? Well, part of it is helping Swedes play Dungeons and Dragons. That's a good point. Right, because if they don't care about, it's a small enough pool, right. if they don't like Advanced Dungeons and Dragons first edition, you're not, they're not gonna listen to our show. So what you're saying is, to expand our listenership, right. we need to try to get people to, be play, to play AD&D in Sweden. Right, that would be helpful. This could be, this could be, hey look, is that a gnome? Yeah. A gnomer. It's a gnomer. I love it, the gnomer. Oh, of course, the gnome is getting eaten by the spider. So for those, so again, we're gonna put the link here. So again, the illustrations are great. They are um, great. Uh, So you can go here and, and you know, it's kind of fun when you don't know the language. You can kind of guess what some of this is. So gnomer, uh, and the picture is a, you know, an innocent gnome walking through the dungeon <laughs> and Shelob or some giant yeah. spider is about to uh, assault him. So very first edition. Yeah, very, very monster manual-esque, yeah, right? But that, that would usually be the entry for the, the giant spider or whatever, right. after the gnome. Yeah, exactly. But, okay. I, I think to me, wonderful. And do uh, you know how you say illusionist in Sweden? I do not. It looks like it's illusionist. Really? Where do you see that? Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, the cl- and cl- I, you know how you say class or classes? Classer. Classer. That's right. Oh, I that's multi. Multi. That's right. Mostly got classer. That could be. Be multi classes. We. What I think we should do, if Martin's game for it, at uh-huh. some point, maybe we should just have a ten-minute segment where he talks to our Canadian listeners in Swedish. Maybe he can record. And we talk to him, and we see how we do. Yeah. Oh, like how much I'm, is understood? No, he's not going to. Well, I'm, he's not going to understand anything we say because we're. I, well, I can't speak for you, but we're really perpetuating the fact that we're ignorant Americans. But it's okay. Maybe, oh, so, uh, you know, uh, Martin had a good idea. Perhaps not. Maybe it's his spider. It's not, don't, what, it's not malicious. It's not like the spider's going to attack. <laughs> yeah. Does that make him an evil gnome? He does look, he does look stern in there. So, yeah. anyway, we'll put the link up. Uh, to our Swedish friends, um, again, so uh, Martin and David, two of our uh, part of the Greg, they, they are continuing to expand the AD&D first edition universe, which is cool. That's what, that's what this is about, keeping the game going. So thank you, Martin, for sharing that with maybe, us. Maybe first edition has just hit Sweden. Are they aware there's like a <laughs> second and a third and a fourth? Shh. I, I believe they are. No. But don't let them know about it. <laughs> This is an amazing new game. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, and what's good is, you know, you can kind of... Uh, see, there it is, Illusionist. Oh, look at that. that. This is great. I mean, I only saw the first part of it. Um, so check it out. And in fact, we've, we'll do our suggested thing. Go download this and share it with your friends. That's my suggestion. I, that can be your suggestion. Okay. We could take it to Ikea. And, uh, well, definitely if you're from Sweet. I mean, if you speak Swedish. Not right. if you don't. Well, but some of it, the fun is to Google Translate and see how That's bad true. it butchers it, and then you're like, what? That's true. You're the, you're the illusionist can be a chicken of, of 14th uh, praise. Yeah, I'm a chicken. <laughs> I so a relative of mine was playing her first D&D game. Uh-huh. She's playing 5th edition. And I said, okay, well, what, what race are you? She's a halfling. I said, okay, what, what class? And she said, I'm a baker. I'm like, okay, wait a second. Wait, what? <laughs> now, fifth edition. What is going on with I, fifth edition? I, I don't know what a baker no, is. That was just her backstory. Oh, her backstory is I knew there had to be more to that than I. I'm a baker. <laughs> she knew. I'm a third level baker. 
That's a master baker. Master baker. I love right. it. All, All right. right, let's roll. Here we now D10. we're on to random encounter. Nine. Oh, are oh, we back in the astral? Yes, we are in the astral. Oh, are you serious? I don't know any of these. I'm rerolling. I'm taking a mulligan. No, no, no. Oh. Do not reroll. Oh, it's aquatic. Oh, aquatic. Ten is the astral. No, this oh, is okay. perfect. All right, good. I can't believe you're going to reroll. You don't reroll. I'm, I'm just. I'm. I'm. It's all jacked up because the computer threw me set back. You are. No production well, You got a hellhound in the you house. You got a hellhound. It's a disaster. All right, give me a, a die six. Die six. Six. Oh, wow. You're in the deep, my friend. Ah, I'm in the deep. Very nice. This is not good. You're, this should be an incomprehensible death segment. Well, you should be eaten in a second. Oh, yeah, can I be a swimmer? Third level. First level. First level swimmer. Make it fast. All right, give me your, All right, so you know the deal. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. It's either surface or depth. So what do you want to do? A dice six? Yeah, one to three, order? surface, Got four to six, five. Oh, oh, the depth. Love this it. This is awesome. What am I doing down here? Yeah, how am I, how am I survived there? What did I do? Why did I? Maybe I popped out. That's well, some, in some John's game, game uh, my gnome character is sea <laughs> captain. So uh, That sounds ridiculous. Does he have which a big part? hat? Yes, exactly. of course he does. <laughs> does he stay stands at like, is it the bow, the front? Uh, yeah, the yeah, that's right. Well, well, what is it? You're a sea captain. Well, I just call it the front. I'm the, the front captain. The I don't, what are they going to do? I'm an illusionist. You're a gnome. The gnomes like water. They probably hate water. Apparently, they... Oh, I'm so really thirsty. You love gnomes. That's, that's your right. mug now. That's right. So. You've been drinking out of the mug. That's right. I've been right. sipping from the mug. Here you we know go. how to do it exactly. Eight. That's pretty common. Eight. For deep, deep water. A black urchin. <laughs> The heck is a black, black urchin. urchin? This has got to be Monster Manual too, isn't it? It sounds Monster Manual too-ish. When there's a land urchin, we can't even find where the black urchin is. I can't even find this monster. Is it actually Monster Manual? I, I, black urchin? No, that's not. It doesn't sound Monster Manual, does it? Or is it? Oh, there's a whole entry for urchins. Ah, in the Fiend Folio. In the Fiend Folio. What is an urchin? Urchins constitute a family of marine creatures mm -hmm. resembling three-foot diameter balls of various colors. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, they're like those things yeah, that float in yeah, them. Yeah, they're yeah. spiky. They're like sort of spiky-looking things. The more hit, Okay, so this is a... They're, they're uncommon. You spoiled it for us. I know, but you really wouldn't have any idea, would no, you? I have no idea. They're the most common, of the so to speak. Of the common. Right. Of the uncommon, they're the most common. On the spectrum. One to six Spike appear. They're AC4. So which one is this? Black? This is a black urchin. Black urchin. Their hit dice is only one plus one. This is what I got from a random encounter? Yeah. Attacks one, damage one to six. I, I think this is better. I, I feel safer in the deep ocean than I did out any other place. Just, we should we just like end this up? Ep this episode's terrible. Wait, don't you think? You can. When the creature, okay. It's actually, I'm surprised it lasted this long because you're very ephemeral when it comes to things. Like you try some things like, yeah, that's okay, now move on. Well, yeah, why wouldn't I? That's good. A rolling stone gathers no moss. Mm -hmm. The more hit dice the urchin, the more spines the creature can fire in a melee round. How's it fire things? Oh, it's so. underwater. So you're firing. Oh, so you're firing, okay. The more hit dice, the more spines. But number of attacks is one, though. For right. powerful purposes, urchins have an unlimited supply of spines to use as missiles. Oh, so you just so it's like, yeah, it's, doo -doo. but has, it was like a James Bond movie, like spears yeah. going through the water. Right, because I'm in the deep right. water. Right? I'm with you. Yeah, this is deep. 
When the creature attacks, the spines are fired with the accuracy and range of a light crossbow. Wow. With a hit probability bonus numerically the same as the number of attacks. Oh, well, this is one. Thus, an urchin which attacks twice per round would fire two spines each round with an accuracy of plus two light crossbow. Okay, something's not making sense. Yeah, because it says number of attacks one. Mm Mm-hmm. You want your, do you have your? No, I got it over there. It's fine. I'm not too concerned. How, how did I end up with, that's like the crappiest of the urchins, too. Urchins have clairvoyance? Wow. They're oh, they hunt the victims. Love it. Though they will not normally attack humans or near humans unless they themselves are threatened or attacked. Yeah, so the hit dice must, so yeah, I think the thing is. Oh, wait, look. This is, the hit dice changes based on the color. That's what it is. Two hit dice, three high dice. So then this one, the, oh. so the red, red one gets three attacks. The silver one gets five attacks. The yellow so gets So this four. is the most boring. This, so is the, the black, this, is, this is the lamest one. Black, the most common of the urchins. The black urchin is more dark gray in color than black. Of course. <laughs> Each melee round, the black urchin can fire one spine so with the accuracy cr- of plus one light crossbow. Successful right. hits one to six hit points of damage. The gem contained within the creature is worth, oh, there's gem within, 10 to 100 gold pieces. A dead urchin can be broken up quite easily. Inside its body will be found a gem. Mm. Oh, so you go like, oh, so like, you're a gnome, you should get a big gnat. Right. So you should go trolling for trolling urchin. for urchins. These giant three-foot diameter things that shoot light crossbows. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm about. Well, you, you know, you've... Well, what's its range? Is it the range of a light crossbow, light crossbow too, as I said? Well, uh, here's the part, and I don't, maybe they talk about it in here. If this is underwater, how does that work? Is it, they're like a spear gun at that yeah, point? Yeah, I think so, don't you think? Well, oh, that, it, can, it can be, it can be super countered. deadly. It can be encountered on land. It has a rolling locomotion on land. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's rolling by. But how's that That'd work? That'd be terrible. You're like walking down the beach. Well, this now, thing comes rolling. Like, what is that? Now it's AD&D. And it's right. coming. You're like, oh, that's interesting. And it's, <laughs> and it's shooting at you. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah, I was like. How are peasants alive? What are the sides? They're all three foot. Oh, so yeah, so if you had the yellow. Yeah, three foot. Think about it. Three foot's like this. Oh, no, you want the silver. A spherical ball of death. So you want a silver one, which has five attacks. Yeah. Oh, and that special attack is venom. (laughs) Oh, no, this is getting red. We had the wrong color. Yeah, we got black. The rarest of the urchins, dull silver color with black tips on the spines. Each melee round, the silver urchin can fire five spines with the accuracy of a plus plus five. Right. Light crossbow. Right. Why does it say with the accuracy? Like, is that based on the range? Like the yeah, I think so. Because that's the only thing that would like the accuracy of a missile weapon. The only thing that affects it is uh, range, range, right? Yeah. Okay. Unless you're using weapon adjustments, which I'm not sure they're talking about there. Mm. Or uh, or right or uh, or, or weapons. Spe- can urchins specialize? Uh, you know yeah. that. Oh, well, if you use the book that shall not be named, then they went to urchin school. Can I, can I play? I think you can actually be an urchin, can't you? And on a. You I'm sure. That's okay. right. Okay. A deep, a deep urchin. <laughs> a, deep water. A, a dark urchin. A gray urchin. I love it. I'm an underwater urchin. Um, it, um, if a spine hits, if it's two to five hit points, we're still on the silver. Mm-hmm. The tissue of spines carry a venom, acts on your nervous system, and puts them into a, can- a catatonic trance for one to three days. Wow. Unless it's set. Oh, so yeah. So you're walking down the beach. Oh, and how many are appearing? 
Uh, only one to two on the silver. So there's a pair of these things rolling. Right. Giant balls of, of <laughs> porcupine. Kind of sparkling in the sun. Sun, oh, it's beautiful. Something day. coming. Yeah, what is that? Right. And all of a sudden, because yeah, the, what's the range on a light cross by one? Oh, outside? 200 yards, probably. <laughs> you, they, they, you wouldn't yeah. even make it to the beach. You'd be putting your <laughs> cart away, getting your gear out to go down to the beach, and you'd be a shot down. So is there like a sign, like, you know, beware of urchin? Beware of urchin. <laughs> Don't pet the urchin. <laughs> you could step on a dead one. That'd be good. It'd be dead urchin on the, the beach. How much is the gems there? Oh, the gem, two. 250 to 2500 on the silver. The okay. black is, is 10 to 100. See, a light crossbow range is 180 feet or yards, depending if you're inside or outside. So it's, it's basically Omaha Beach at that point. They're just machine gun, five attacks, machine gunning you. Uh, yes. Yeah, you. I think you can attack. You know, it has an armor cost of four, too. Right. And if you're underwater, so for some reason, I'm swimming. I think it doesn't say you can't attack underwater that I'm saying. So I think this clearly attacks underwater, don't you think? I, I believe so. Like a missile, like you said. Yeah, like a spear gun. Spear gun. Yeah, right. like those old James Bond movies where they'd be, that would be really cool. Like, because how much do they swim by? Are they just, oh, yeah. Is that the swimming? The two yeah. after this? Yeah. So 15 inches. Wow, they are. For the moving. black. Right. They're movers. And even on land, like the silver one is 12 inches. Right. So you're like they're running, ro- and they're roll- they'll- it's faster than you. Yeah. They'll surround you. <laughs> Pull you over. <laughs> the one gets in front of you, the one that you're like, oh. And shooting missiles at you. Or you could, <laughs> they, you know, look how fast they swim. They, you could like hold them, you know, like, I, again, I have this James Bond thing. where they, Remember they used to have those underwater vehicles, and they have these huge combats with yeah. the Spectre versus whoever, and they'd be, it was great. Uh, that, it could be. Here, so let's do that real quick. You're a, sil- you're a silver urchin. I'm on the beach. Okay. I'm on gnome and I'm sunbathing. Right. That's a, that's a sight already. I, I have to make a save versus or a run, run in fear, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So I have, a, uh, I have a short sword. Right. And then I'm standing there and I see these two silver urchins surround me. Right. Shall we roll for... Uh... Sure. Oh, wait, am I, I'm a price surprise. Let me roll. Yeah. Is there, it should be an increased chance. No, we're just doing a normal surprise. Yeah, normal surprise. I'm not surprised. That's good. And we're not surprised because we see a glistening, well, clearly, yeah, glistening you're, white blob. And you're clairvoyance. Right, you're like, you are that gnome. <laughs> so there I am. All right, so I'm surrounded by, I'm in like my little bathing So you're, do you have any dexterity? You have dexterity. Gnomes are pretty dexterous. So you well, have, like, well, give me like an ace. Oh, that's right, but I have no armor because I'm sunbathing. That's right. So I'm like a not, an it's eight? Between uh, nine and seven, depending on nine and six, depending we'll on get, your, Well, give me an dex. eight. Okay, so you have dex of 16. Okay. okay, so let's roll for initiative. Okay. Oh. You're... But I, wow. uh, but um, am I a silver urchin? Yeah, I get, I, get multi, I have multiple attacks, so I go. First. Oh, darn! And You're good. And missile. You have five attacks. <laughs> yeah. Does that yeah. mean you go two, and then I go one, and then you go two? Yeah, then three. Two, one, three. Two, one, three. Because I have to get five attacks. Oh, that's right. Not the middle one's not simultaneous. Right. No. Two, one, three. Okay. Yeah, if I would have won, there would have been three, one, two. So. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is, we're learning. Gnomes and Speedos. That's right. This is so disturbing. We're giving... Oh, I, I used to have a subscription to that. Gnomes... Oh, God. <laughs> you didn't back in the day? You didn't get that? No. That was always come on. I saw an advertisement. I had a choice. Dragon. Dragon or Gnomes and Speedos? All right. Are they still... Did you send them a, a thing saying you want to renew your subscription? That's what you should do. The, yeah, the Gnomes and Speedos. Or the, take an old Dragon no. and send it. Dear TSR, I'd like to re- redo when my When I got married, I canceled that. Uh, 
All right, roll. You get two attacks. Okay, yeah, two attacks. Oh, and you're a hit die. Oh, you're five. Five hit dice? AC seven? Yeah, so you're five What's, plus three. Uh, yeah, five plus three, so that's almost oh, six hit dice. You just roll it. We'll figure yeah. it out. Oh, I'm sure that's a 13. Yeah, 13's a hit. That's a hit. Yeah. And you get another one, right? Yeah, I get two. Go ahead. You want me to roll? All right. I'll, you, you're rolling for the urchin. You want me to? 10. I have to look up 10. I'm, what's the damage? Oh, wait. I'm a gnome. I'm a first level gnome. And I'm a... I'm, oh, no, I'm an illusionist thief. Oh, oh no, I'm just a thief. So I have six. Let's so roll my hit points. I have two hit points. Okay. So what armor class we said? Seven or eight? Eight. You're, I, the, the urchin needed a five to hit you. <laughs> Okay, so you got two hits. Yeah, and what's the damage? So what happens now? Oh, I'm going to be dead before I'm uh, You're dead. You're dead before. You're laying on the beach with your Speedo oiled up with some oil of slipperiness, and you look up. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, no, that's right. Hold on. I get points in my armor class because of my uh, tanning lotion. Okay. My banana boat tanning lotion. How much is that worth? I well, you're the five. DM. What would you think? I'll even give, give, give you plus two. Okay, okay so, so you need a seven. I need a seven. Oh, and you're plus five. That's right, plus five. <laughs> it's like a crossbow at short range. You look up and there's just you just got shot in the head twice. <laughs> I never saw it coming. I never saw it coming. You're just... <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm on the beach. Oh, need more oil. <laughs> I'm like Boromir. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Oh, Rosebud. Save oh. Gondor. <laughs> Save yourself. Yo, run. Save your it's like It's like me. the Jaws movies, right? Everyone's swimming and playing. All of a sudden, yeah. you just look up and you just... Oh, oh this is a hard... So, hey, this should be a module. What? The, like uh, the urchins. The attack urchins the, attack, attack on the ur- beach. Urchins attack. Urchins attack. <laughs> Exclamation point. You got to roll your damage. It's not over, urchins man. Urchins attack. It's plus five. Plus just the accuracy. You don't get that. And I am... In a catatonic trance. You're, you're oh, so I could die. You just like bleed out in a, cata- in a catatonic yeah. trance? Mm-hmm. And then they take you back to, to become right. a slave. Well, how much damage Two is to that? five. Oh, it's two over. to five. I have two hit points. You don't have any you points you have. No, I rolled it. Oh, you have two. Oh. I have two. I'm a thief. Oh, yeah. One to six. I was enjoying my spoils. Well, I rolled a one. On the beach. All right. Oh, but it's two to five, so it's two. Right, but what's the death roll? Oh, well, nine well, is ten. You, right, then the second attack. Oh. You took uh no, let's see. That's divided by two is three. You took, you're at negative three. I'm no, oh, wait. I'm okay. I'm not dead yet. Well, you're not dead. Someone better help you. But I can't attack you. No, you can't. You looked up. You were about to go, oh, and then you got shot. So now, but now you need to make your saving throw to see if you're paralyzed. Oh, that's so, yeah. Catatonic, dude. Like, am I, like, what? When I'm in a catatonic state. You're in an unconscious state right now, too, but you'd also be catatonic as well. Oh, that's right. I'm unconscious because yeah. I'm below. Yeah, you've been, you've, you've been speared. Six, I didn't make it. I'm catatonic. What is a catatonic? What's, what's that? I don't know. Just sort of like, kinda like, like a veg. Like kind of like when I ex- try to explain in uh, unarmed combat to uh-huh. you. And you go, yeah, exactly. Or talk so about boring. boys. <laughs> so dull. Our, our students. Oh, God. You should know what the, when you know, yes. if, you, if you've taught. I know the look, yes. That, that look of just yes. in a trance, that's kind of yes. yeah. All right, well, you got two more. You got another attack, uh, don't you? I, I mean, now you're prone. You're not in move. Oh, that's so you get plus five normally, right. and then what's is that plus four? I think it's plus four. So it's plus nine? Yeah, it's plus nine. Okay. I don't, I don't five, that's a hit. Fourteen. Twenty. Twenty-nine, oh. is that a hit? <laughs> I think it's twenty. I love when people go, I twenty-two, is that a hit? All right. Yeah, yeah, that's a hit. Yeah. All right. Twenty plus five. So it's, a, it's all hits. Three hits. All right, so roll the damage. I'm at minus three. Okay, let's see. You're at minus eight, minus seven. 
Ooh, uh, minus 12. And uh, another two, minus 14. See, but we cheated because it was we really rolled the black urchin. But okay, fine. But we rolled well, whatever. So all right. So well, you were the one who wanted to be attacked by silver urchins. We hadn't done an incomprehensible death in a while. So all right. So there it is. That was an incomprehensible. That was our no, second. That was incomprehensible. Summertime. Summertime. You were just down the beach and then assaulted by. A you silver got it. Yeah. Rolls up on the beach. What does it move? The silver urchin. Twelve, right? Oh, did you say? Yeah. On the beach. Silver urchin. Oh, on the beach, 12, yeah. 21 in underwater. Water. Right. So it's just like coming at you. Right. Like a shark. I, I like Urchin's Attack. I think that will be our, that should be a, a module we make. Like you're we shipwrecked like, and you, you see. Yes. You're shipwrecked and there's just a bunch of urchins. Yeah, and, and you got to get to the edge. You swim to the beach, there's a bunch of urchins. It's right. urchin infested. It's waters. urchin infested. Like those old movies from the seventies, like Piranha, right? Where they, yes. you know, you, yes. they, they were mm-hmm. mutated by a mad wizard, no right? And you're just trying to survive the mass hordes of them. Yeah, you're them. on a deserted, you're on an island. Yep. And there's a bunch of urchins. Urchins, yeah. That could be fun. You like stranded on an island, and it's just like you know. Yeah, I think it's terrible. Good. Australia, we could be stranded on Australia. Right. Right. Check for random encounters. Right. Good. There probably are a lot of urchins down there. The chamberlain. The, the, the other chamberlin. The other right. chamberlain. That's going to be a problem. Everyone's a chamberlain. I got... I know. We have too many chamberlains. Yeah, I mean... We're going to have to behead one of them. Don't you think? Have a purge. Should we roll? Yeah. No, not yet. We, we It's coming, though, guys. It's coming only because we're... There's too many chamberlains. Right. We, our fame has come to our heads, That's which is ridiculous. So... That's not bad. That's, I, look, that's not not to be bad. I kind of like urchins. Right. They're vicious. They are vicious. Well, and why wouldn't they be? The only, you know what the only disappointing thing about this is? Mm-hmm. There's not a picture not of like pic- an urchin killing a gnome on a right. beach. So, Martin, um, I'm not sure if you know the person who oh, designed yeah. those, those pictures. Could we get a gnome, like that gnome with the spider, but one with an urchin? Yeah, like a... You want to know? I was thinking of somebody underwater, but I mean, oh, whatever. You, but you may know, but I don't know. You're thinking like on the beach. Well, the whole thing we just did. Yeah. You'd be yeah. gnome with the magazine, with the oil. The, with, with the, and, the and ocean us. Pacific. Right. My OP. We got to go old school, right? Ray, Ray Remember Bands. those? Yes. Of My course. OP. Uh, what were the ones that had? Remember they had like a rainbow? Was that OP? Remember the, one, the ones that so. had like this rainbow or something going yeah, on? Yeah, the board shorts, you know, because you're, well, everything's a board short. What's board short? Is well, longer? The longer shorts. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I got my Ocean Pacific trunks. I bought them. Oh, okay. Oh, he bought, he bought them. Very nice. Jet, uh, oh. So Martin said he bought them as stock art at Drive Through RPG. Wonderful. Thank you. So you know, I, I could. I didn't. I, I, but could. I learned that, huh? I didn't know you could do that. That's really useful to know. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm buying custom art's a pain. So that looked yeah. great. Yeah. They look right. looks awesome. Great job. All right. I all right. I have a new. This is why we do the segment. Because right. you roll it up, you're like urchin. Oh, yeah. That stinks. And then you realize, you know. Do you listen to yourself? Literally five minutes ago, you're like, "Why are we doing this segment?" Now you're okay with it. I'm manic. <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> I got to need meds. I am manic. Yeah. Now it's like the best thing ever. This is the best show ever. Um. Oh, a neon yellow speedo. That's what the that's what the fans demand. That your gnome has. Is that what they're saying? That's okay. right. All right. That's European. You know that is. He's a European gnome. European gnome. Mm-hmm. Euro gnome. Uh, Boris Yelp. Well, you know the bl- yeah, but the black one is kind of boring because the black one is just like, hey, get away from me. I mean, look. I mean, if you don't have a lot of hit points, it's kind of nasty. But with the venom is where it starts getting ugly. Right. And and all those attacks. Yeah, the red, silver, and yellow is where things get ugly. Fast, right. but so you really need to know your colors, right? How scared you should be, 
Well, I think if any if a three foot ball of spikes is moving towards you, I in any event, it. right? I'm, I'm, but I'm, there's a gem inside. Well, and that's where first edition, unlike other things, first edition like, oh, there's a gem. Yes. Our players would be, you see, you know, you're you're turn the corridor in the underground cavern and a, and a large three foot ball with spikes. What color is it? Oh, it's it's yellow. Right. Well, that's worth four hundred gold. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas in old days. You would just kill stuff just like, because, hey, listen, you know, let's kill an urchin. We got to kill this urchin. It's is, is all over us. And then you're, like, happy to find a gold piece. In there. Like, what? Right. There's a gold piece in there? Exactly. Now, are these related to street urchins at all? Well, that's the only urchin I know. It's Hard Knock Life, um, Annie <laughs> kind of thing. That's the urchin. Or Oliver Twist. Is it Oliver Twist that had urchins? We should, no, we should have. We should have street urchin. We should do that as one of our monsters. The street urchin. It rolls around, like, right. in the city. Yeah. It's come on the land, and then they say we came from like fish. We walked onto the right. land. Right, there's or there's right? there's th- rumors about that. That's what I've heard. So the sea, we could have street urchins that roll around mm-hmm. at night, shooting a gang, a gang or street a gang. urchins gang rolling of, around. Okay. Gang. Okay, so urchins attack could be actually a thing of gang of street urchins. I love it. I think what we need to do is in our town we need to have we need to have a little poster. Mm-hmm. On, on a wall about like now playing. Now play, okay. Street urchin, or urchin's attack, now playing at the playhouse. Okay, at the Don't play you think? Yes. That'll I'm, be the I'm, local play. I'm putting these down because at some point we have to make up our town. That's the local play. That's probably our 2020 Patreon thing, uh, our town laid out, you know, mm-hmm. an illustrative map of our town. That would be great. The Throb and Tingle and the uh, that, Past oh, the Pearl. And, and the, uh, the, the, the Push and. Uh, what was the other one? A push and push mending and magic shop, or yeah. or you know, or, or magic components shop. Uh, or yeah, we had a couple of them. We wrote them down. I have to go look it up. And we have the Gorgon's Tail. Yeah, the Gorgon's T-A-L-E. Tail. T A L E. That's right. T A L E. Thanks to Nico. Right. Yes. And at the Playhouse is playing is is the Urchin's Attack, of course. Very right. good. All right. Cool. Let's get. Taking oh, notes. I have to take notes, or else this free Come city on. of Underdeep. I love it. That's what Vic's talk wants to call it. Okay. Because if you did an underground, if you did an underwater town, it would even make more sense that the street urchins are. Right. Oh, so it could be like Atlant. It could be like the remnants of that, like Atlantis. Yeah, exactly. Right. It could be like a sunken right city, kind of like the ruins or whatever. Yeah, and it's slowly being, you know, it's kind of fallen into just chaos, and there's street urchins. That mm-hmm. I like okay. that. Good All job. Right. Good job, Vic. Very nice. Fun. All right. Spell selection. Oh, whose book is whose? Is this Eric Bentley's? No. Oh. Whoa! Where did you, you have you been grabbing my books? Yes. Look, it's getting all mixed around. Who has Jacob Young? I do. This is you. That's mine. Right? Yes. Ah, so that's fine. I'm good with that. Well, you're good as long as I don't walk off. Okay. I think I just have two. All right. Are we on to spell spell selection? selection. All right. Well, this is where you roll. Oh, all right. I'll I'll do it. I'll I'll drive. You, You need to roll percentages. Got it. See if it's a clerical or... 53. So it's not. What it's is it? It's a magic user. Okay. Potentially. Now, magic user illusions. Will, you, will the streak continue? You've got an illusionist a lot. Temp, under 10%, 10% or less is... Illu- nope, it's magic user. So All D10. Right. One. All right, well, you, get to roll your D30. you get to roll your D30. Oh, that's awesome. It goes forever. Yeah. yeah. Seven. Enlarge. Today's spell is enlarge. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, I've learned my lesson from urchin. I'm not gonna get all pouty. Yeah, you can get. You can get pouty. Oh, really? You're feeling pouty? Yeah. You're like this. It used good. to be amazing, but then people. Then then you read it and like. Oh my gosh, it's so long. 
The enlarged spell's enlarged. Yes, it's a lot. It's a lot there. Oh, boy. All right. There we go. Enlarge. It is reversible. Oh, I like that one better. Yes. I can shrink someone. That's right. The incredible shrinking uh, people. So go that ahead. That would be terrible. Because, well, you know... You it is it, terrible. Because you just can't afford... So you're shrunk. What right. do you do? Well, like some magic user's just a jerk. Well, they... they <laughs> You get a saving throw, so that's good. <laughs> you gotta admit, that'd be kind of fun, though. You're just like a jerk of a magic user. And so you're just like walking by. You're like hanging out at the park, and someone comes walking by, and you're just like... <laughs> Touching people. <laughs> Touching people, making them bigger or smaller. Hey, now. Hello. And Hello. they're like, well, we are in the... Uh... That's right. We're, in the, we're in the, near the house of uh, uh, the sign of the rose. So oh. you're like running around. You've just been shrunken. 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 You've been shrunk. And so now you're running around. What do you do? What do you do? Uh, you wait for how many one turn per level and hope it. Oh, out. let's see. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's not, not permanent. It's not permanent. But you gotta hide. Yeah, you better run. You better hide. <laughs> but you don't know it's not permanent. No, you don't know that. You're kind of screwed. Yeah. Can you make things permanent? Is there like a permanency spell? Yes. Uh, is there a permanent? Yes. I don't know if you can permanently enlarge. You'd have to. So that's eighth level. So, because I've seen adventures before where it was said that spells were cast on certain things. Oh, it can be. Enlarge is permanent. You can Oh, there's a list of things that can be. And so enlarge can be permanent? How do you, what do you have to do? How do you have to dispel magic or something? Object creature, so is that, yeah. So the permanent spell can be used to make the following objects, creatures, or area of specs lasting. Enlarge. Wow. How do you, how do you get rid of the permanency spell? Uh, It's permanent. Well, can you, what about dispel magic? Uh, I think it's permanent. <laughs> Let's see. Wait, no, wait, hold on. But the permanent can be dispelled normally. Where is that? The permanent? Where, where are you on? Enlarge oh, I'm sorry, the last part. Even the last part of permanency. The permanency application, oh, to other spells, allows it to be cast some, oh. Oh, that's, oh, that's something different. I mean, you should, I'm sure you could try to cast a spell magic. Oh. Okay, can the- be spelled only by a, ma- a magic user of greater level. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and and, so, and, and, perma- and permanency for eight would be uh, you have to be sixteenth level magic user to cast that. <laughs> so. so I could hang out at the park. I touch. Right. Okay, this is sounding weird. Why? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why the you fact that I mean. a sixteenth level magic user is touching people to <laughs> put permanency on? He's a jerk. Well, the only thing that's saving you from that is if you do cast <laughs> permanency, it it permanently uh, reduces your uh, constitution by one point, depending on what spell you do. I, so yeah, you gotta. They're be. not really gonna do but that. You, but that's so lucky you do it to your ex-wife. <laughs> I don't have any ex-wives, but if I did have one, I could definitely see that. So <laughs> that's terrible. All right, back to enlarge. Yeah. So I like your permanent thing. That's good. And right. Martin remind not uh, remind us. There's a thing about um, enlarge because again, as you know, the DMG. Player's Handbook right. makes it sound awesome, and you go to the DMG and the, it throw, tells the they, dungeon master they throw the cold water how to make you sad. Right, you're exactly. all like reading this. I do this. Right, and then the DM is like, so while you look it up, did you find it? Because yeah, I can look it up. You're gonna oh, you mean the DMG? No, alarm? when you look up the the uh, spell in, in the player's handbook, I'll look it up in the in the DMG. Okay, room. yeah, because I got the long entry. Thanks. But the uh, the because in the old gold box games. Um, Enlarge was one of the spells, and it made you super strong. It didn't really play the way... What's a gold box? Uh, the old SSI games from the 80s. I don't remember. I think it came out in 1987, so that was beyond... No, you, you went I don't know what's D- happening here. It, it, it was AD&D, though, games. So. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. 
This spell, okay, it causes instant growth of a creature. Oh, but so can you like put stuff there in a small room? Yeah. You basically kind of like crush them? Could, that's what, that's what Vic, uh, Vic was saying uh, about stuffing them in a hole, the gnome. Oh my shrink gosh. Them, shrink them and put that's them in That's right. Hole. You stick somebody. Yeah, and then when, they, when the spell ends, they pop open. Very sad. Oh yeah, not be good. Increase in both size and weight. Mm-hmm. Only upon a single creature or object. The spell, oh, you got a range. Yeah. So you don't have to touch. No. Oh my. So I'm just like, I don't even have to wait to touch you. You're just walking by. They don't even know I'm doing it. I'm like in the bushes. Right. And next thing you... So you're in the park in the bushes trying to enlarge people. You know what would be great, though? Wow. No, no, what you do is you find a troll. You bring a troll with you, and right. you enlarge the troll in the park. You just laugh and laugh. That's, that's <laughs> comedy gold there. That would be awesome. <laughs> I think players would enjoy it if a troll like that. They would. They would. They would be you should, like... You should have them blow off steam every now and then. Just have one of those. Just... Chaos. Chaos? <laughs> well, my players sometimes think that, so... All right, so it's... It's half an inch. Five feet. So that's five feet. Wait, but if you're outside. It's five yards then. It's five yards per level. Right, the range. The range. Um, Its duration is one turn per level of experience. Mm -hmm. Turn is what, 10 minutes? Yes. So that's not bad, actually, per experience level. Mm -hmm. The effect of the enlargement spell is increase the size of a living creature or a symbiotic or community. Oh, so you can do like a a building or statue, I guess. Uh, yeah, or, um, can you do a building? Maybe like bees or something. Is that what they meant by that? <laughs> Symbiotic or community entity? Oh. Yeah, it's an entity. I was thinking of just like, yes. Oh, yeah, Not you're right. You're company, right. I'm sorry. I was thinking like symbolic. Like a, yeah. You, no, you're right. It is like a swarm of bees. That would be good. Or a shambling mound or something like that. They may be. Or amoeba. Or ants. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. There you go. Uh, by 20% per level of experience of the magic user. Um, so you can double it. You can 200% times two. Oh, right. The effect of the large spell is to increase the size by 20% per level of the magic user. Oh, so if I'm... Wait, but so if I'm first level... It's 20%. Oh, that's not very big. Right. So you double it at what? If you're fifth level, you, you double, could double it. You could double it. Okay, that's yeah. not bad. And so if so you could, if you are 10th level... Yes, yeah, so then you, then you, you could, could do it by per- 200%. Okay, so that's I think that's quadrupling. No, that would be two hundred percent doubling it. Up, so it would be it would be triple basically. Two times two. Five. You were five feet. You went from five feet. You hundred percent would be ten feet. Two hundred percent would be fifteen feet. feet. Yeah. So basically, tri- I don't know why they don't say it that way. Sounds good to me. Yeah. To make it to make me look bad. Math is okay. hard. It is hard. Uh, oh, maximum growth of two hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the effect on objects is one half that of creatures. Oh, that's a bummer. But so I can do like a. Uh, Oh, so if you're standing on a bridge, I can shrink the bridge, or, or like a large, building, you're standing right. on something. This guy, you got a lot of fun with this. Wait, well, slow down. It's like an illusion. This should be an illusionist spell. Uh, uh, except, it's, except it's actually use. It's an alteration. It's not an illusion. Right. So it's it actually, actually, it's actually changes. It's actually I know. Useful. Right. It actually right. That's right. The maximum volume. Oh, so the creature object must be seen. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. The maximum volume of living material, which can be initially affected. I see, this is where I hate it. It's like 10 cubic. This is where it gets... Or five cubic feet per level of magic user. This is where everyone starts doing the math and it just slows things down. Well, magical properties are not increased by the spell. A huge plus one sword will still only get plus one. A staff size sword will still only be capable of its normal functions. Um, a, sta- oh, a staff size wand, okay. A giant size potion merely requires a greater fluid intake. Oh, so it's 
diluted, basically. Right. It's kind of watered down. They've thought of everything, Gary. He's like, I know these cheeky yeah. monks, they're going to, oh, we, we have one potion, we'll make it bigger. Because we'll... he's been playing, he'd been playing with these guys, right. and he knows, yeah. right? This is somebody in the group was, was trying to, you know, say, oh, so it's a plus two sword now? No, it's not. Well, like Vic said, you know, there are some practice. You could shrink the treasure down to haul it out. That's a good idea. I like that. Uh, that's a good one. A hurled stone would have more mass. Uh, okay, chains would be more massive, doors thicker. I like this. <laughs> that's right, cubic meter. Uh, Martin's like, yeah, he thought cubic feet is that cubic meter. Yeah, well. Oh, jeez. We've, we've abandoned the world, uh, Martin. We're just, we're on, we're still in the English system. Yeah. If, if it was good enough for the Middle Ages, it's good enough for us. <laughs> yes, we're more consistent. <laughs> we're, we're more true to D&D's roots or whatever. <laughs> Convoluted uh, ways of measuring things using hands wait. and stones, that's us. Wait, that's right. Wait, in the, so in his player's handbook, or the book that he did, yeah, he's got is it meters? Yeah, I, it's, not, it's not inches and feet? There it is. Spell effects 0.15 cubic meters per level. Yes. That's who they, wow. My understanding, I think I read somewhere that the inches comes from wargaming, miniature wargaming. That's where the inches came from. Yeah. It was like actual inches. I believe so. Yeah, they measure things out. Because I can never understand that. I'm like, why in the world would you use inches? But okay, right? I think that's a yeah. chain mail. It sounds yeah. like. Here well, and, and so I don't know if people have heard this. Um, just real quick side segue. You're going to run a Holmes Basic adventure in December. I like right? how you apologize for like a digression. Like this entire, it's all we do. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, we have a relatively new listener on the com. Do you check the comments anymore on YouTube? Yeah. You used to check them. Now you don't. Well, how do, do know? I know? I have to. I'm not techie, and like you seem to, you know, yeah. if there's been a comment from like like an episode to, three months ago. Would you like me to send you every time there's a comment? If you if you want. No, that's I was. No, that you was your opportunity. No, you that don't was your opportunity to. to say no. That's okay. No. Anyway, what's interesting about. Um, What's interesting about YouTube or podcasts is people are coming on, they'll find our they'll find the content and they'll start from the beginning. Yes. And so we've gotten there's a couple of new people who are going through it and they're like, Oh, they were we were going through the playthrough and they're like, Well, why did Pixie do that? I'm like, I don't know, we did that in January, I don't remember. So I have to like look through the video and go Yeah, I was watching this guy's video and he was saying, I'm so excited we're at one hundred subscribers. But the, but the video was from like 2015. He has now like over 6,000. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, he was so, does that mean like in five years from I now? I said, we're, we're going we're gonna to get there. We're going to have 6,000. Okay, but you're yeah, Holmes Basic. I'm right. thinking of Holmes Basic, not because the rules are better. They're just fewer. They're less, right? And so, okay. all right. So this, I think this is a very, so a person 12 foot tall would be an ogre. Well, an 18-foot tall person would actually be a giant for the duration of the spell. So that means I get the additional damage. Do I get increased damage then? I well, get damage. I get. It sounds that way, doesn't it? Yeah. I well, mean, I don't get the magical ability. So that's that's what Gygax is complaining about here. So like your plus one sword right. is still plus. Is one. diluted down and it's magic or whatever. So it's a plus one. Right. But you, but you're, you are in fact bigger. Like you have, it's the stone is bigger. Yeah, but you're not. But the thing is, you you be the size of a giant, but you're not a giant. But giants do damage. Right, but you're because not because they're a, the size of the giant, a giant, yeah, no, or do giants do damage because they're giants? And they're, well, a little bit of both, I think. I'm sure. Them. I'm sure you'll do more damage, but you wouldn't be a storm giant. I mean, I'd be like a tall. I'd be like a thin. You, I'd be like a long, tall, a troll. lanky. Yeah. Well, 200. Yeah. You're you're well, you're about three foot seven now, so that right. you'd be almost ten feet tall. 
Right. Well, three, six and a half. I'm sorry. They rounded I was trying. I was trying to round it. I appreciate that. DMZ. Sometimes you wear those uh, heels. shoes. With <laughs> heels on. That's right. The reverse. I like to reduce, too. Oh, this is the best part. Unwilling victims. Because that's what we're all thinking about, right. aren't we? Yeah. Unwilling victims. But, oh, so what you could do, though, you could, like, if you were heading over to the bar, Mm-hmm. And you had a magic to your friend, like, hey, make me a little taller. Because you can, can you, I assume you can, can you control how big? No, it doesn't say that. Oh, well, that's no good. Because I don't want to be like. Yes, platform, that's right. Huh? Oh, because I would just want like a few inches, you know, in height. We have, uh, at least in this game, I've never ruled that you can power down spells. Mm. Okay. I'm oh. sure someone would rule that. We'll ask the comments. So the the question for Dan is, okay, you're a fifth-level magic user. You could then do uh, 50% on non-living uh, material, 100% uh, enlargement of living material. Can you adjust the power level? Let's say I don't, I don't want to make it 100%. Right. I only want to make it 68. I want to be a few point, inches taller. 60, well, then you'd have to, if you could do the math, I'd probably would allow it. So you'd have to sit there and say, this is how tall I am now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you have to scale things when you print it, right? You, it's like 100% and you have to scale to fit and you have to figure out the percentages, which is a big hassle. Yes, if, you, if you're willing to put the time in, this I would the, that. This is no, the I way I think mind. it should be played. Yes, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Player says, can I do it? Yes. Not, sounds that's sounds the rule, cool. That's the rule of cool. It's the rule of cool. I'm a big fan of the rule of cool. That's not first edition. It isn't. That's, you know what the rule of cool is in first edition? Oh, no. God. Yeah, exactly. No. No. That's cool. And you're, uh, while you're rolling dice right. behind the screen to That's scare right. them. Oh, by the way, there's an urchin roll. Yeah. Urchin. Two silver urchins Here coming. comes the urchin coming at I you. I rolled a random. <laughs> That's right. A, a gang of street urchins. Your gnome is dead. A gang of silver street, the silver street urchins. Oh, that's the name of my gang. The silver street urchins. Don't you think? The silver street urchins. They were a great group, too. Uh, yeah, and we, you know what we use, of course? Crossbows. That's right. We use crossbows, and we just fire the crossbows. We surround people. The silver street urchins. Ah, oh, that's a great gang. And a good band. Right. Sometimes you're confused. You don't know which one you're going to see. So, so Vic says, yes, you can adjust. You can power up. See, Vic? How does he know that? What? Why do you believe him? I believe him because he just said, yes, in his game, you can, you can no. change. He, he permits can, it. He permits it. Well, have you looked it up in the... No. I, well, this is because Martin did remind me. And so the reason I brought this up, because I think in our uh, summer tournament, we had enlarged one of the spells we gave people. Oh. I'm most positive. And I had to remind someone of the thing that Martin's talking about. Because you go, again, player's handbook sounds amazing. Then you go to the uh, you go to the DMG where um, Gary Gygax kind of throws some cold water on most spells to make it not be so completely broken. Right. Because let's face it, a first of all, magic user is already so powerful, you need to tone it down. Right. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to do that. So uh, all so here's the here's the downside to it. You know how like the Incredible Hulk when he hulks up, his went? shirt rips. Well, here at least they're not complete troll job, which is I give them a credit. All garments and equipment worn by the subject of the spell should be considered to automatically drop mm-hmm. off if held by straps or fasteners. Otherwise, to split away during growth, so as not possible to squeeze someone to death in their armor. Okay, by means of a large spell. Material components possessed would not will not change size. Coats of mail, however, will be ruined if growth occurs when worn. While worn, note you can opt to make the target wearing objects an impossible task for an enlarged spell. With I'm going to read that again. Note 
that you can opt to make a target wearing objects an impossible task for an enlarged spell unless the character is actually touched as to distinguish the creature from the objects. Oh, okay. That sounds even more complicated. So if you got a lot of objects, you might not be able to do it. Right. Unless you touch them. Right. Unless, you know, if you're bedazzled with a bunch of stuff, you'd have to touch them. So you should carry as an anti-enlarge mechanism. You should carry <laughs> around of, a lot of just, stuff. Yeah, just complete, well, or be co- completely covered, like in a veil. That would be good, too. Then they have to touch your eyes or something like that. Put right. your eyes out. Naked enlarged goblins running through the streets. Chaos, exactly. Well, you yes. know. Yes. I think, uh, so that's always the problem. You, you, your fighter's like, oh, pump me up. Give me enlarge, and I'll, you know hold the area and become a giant then you realize oh you'll be naked and you'll no but this is this could be a lot of fun though because if you do if you capture a troll you enlarge the troll capture the troll okay and then you know you send them into the town right oh what you can enlarge an urchin you could enlarge you can enlarge anything (laughs) so you can enlarge a silver urchin a giant but it doesn't really change anything does it but it'd be cool it's come rolling down the street well that would be like what six it would be six feet diameter (laughs) that's massive (laughs) That's a giant boulder. It would just roll over you and like stick its needles in you, right? You're just like, ah. Oh, and the needles would now go from like this to, they'd be javelins. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm bringing it, I'm, I'm going, I'm going deep sea fishing. I'm going to get some urchins. Right. I'm going to bring them back and I'm going to like enlarge them and <laughs> roll them. And roll, roll them through town. Well, I, and I'm curious, <laughs> I, this is another question for folks. What happens if you do multiple applications of enlarge? Oh, I can do it multiple. Oh, well, it said, oh, you think I can, I can exceed the two? Because your question whether I can exceed the 200% rule? Right. <laughs> well, if, if like, I can do it like eight times. Yeah, it's, yeah, pump it up, right? You start with, let's say, something that's five feet. You double it, it's now 10 feet, and then you cast it again, is it 20 feet? So it is just this enormous giant sphere. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? You could take up. If it's big enough, maybe it could bounce over a castle wall. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't. Well, sea, sea urchins are. T- I mean, the urchins that I've seen, they tend to be kind of squishy, and I guess it, I guess it could bounce over <laughs> oh. a wall. I don't know. I've never tried that, but that that would be amazing. Oh. A twenty foot sea urchin. Yeah. But I, we never put, we never use enlarge. It's one of those other spells. That I'd use it. You would use it. That's uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and large, I, yeah, but any of that enlarge. Well, and I think I think the reason you like this, and, and kind of Vic alluded to it too, is your obsession with giant creatures. You like giant this and that. I like yeah, giant or very small. Right. I mean, I like the idea of turning people. You know, I would think it'd be kind of cool to you know be really small. Well, I ran an adventure like that where they were shrunk. Little, right? little, honey, yeah, honey around shr- the bend. Honey, I shrank the gnomes. Well, the half works. Oh, okay. honey, I shrunk the half works. Nice. Very and nice. Round the band. So, all right, that was, that was well, very good. That was that was that was better than you thought it was. Than I be. thought it was going to be. I like the enlarged spell. I would I would want that if I was playing a magic user I, and I, I got magic missiles. Yeah. I would be disappointed or sleep. Seriously, I mean, come on. We've been doing sleep and magic missiles for decades, for decades now. now. Give me enlarge. Yeah, that's what I would do. All right. Let's get, uh, so uh, we're now on to our main main event. I've never played a druid. Okay. And I think, you know, druids. Wow, this is going to be tough already. This will be fun. Druids, I think, can cause some problems, though, because druids are very particular about things, right? They, let's, it's kind of a buzzkill, because druids, druids get unhappy if you mistreat plants and animals, and this can really put a damper on things. Uh, oh. Yeah, she looks like she's had. She, she looks got like the, the yeah. That push of healing really worked. That was good. Do you hear us? 
I, I hear, I hear, uh, I hear her. I mean, I, do you hear us? Yes or no? Thumbs up? Okay, we don't hear you. Hold on. We have to figure that out. And we, and we want to review the Peter Frampton concert. <laughs> They went, to, they went to a Peter Frampton concert? He's got the T-shirt. Oh, I nice. I saw yeah. online. We, I can't hear, though. No, no. We're working on that. So, yeah, you just... Uh, I'm, so, the problem with druids mm-hmm. is, number one, they have to be neutral. And clerics, right? If I understand this correctly, in 1E, you, you can't be neutral if you're a cleric, right? A, a neutral cleric is a druid, I believe. So, you've got to be neutral, which right off the bat, when I hear neutral, and Jeannie, you need to be aware, I don't know if you know this about us, that on Earth, we don't use on Earth Arcana. The book that shall not be named. Right. So if you have a druid. Of course, you just named it. So. I know I did. If you just had yeah. a, if you have a druid in your party, you're not going to have a paladin for more than one adventure. Paladins will not adventure with druids, right? Because they ha- you have oh. to be a good. Uh, in order for the paladin to adventure with you for uh, any length of time. But so, okay, so the druid, we know, is a subclass of the cleric. Well, first of all, let's introduce Jeannie. Yeah. Hi, Jeannie, oh, how I are you? I didn't know that, gee, I'm sorry, I didn't know that I was still buying time. No, you were, it was a great job. Thank so, you. yes, Jeannie is on. Everyone should, okay. everyone should see the little, fig, little figure. Welcome, Jeannie, how are you? Good morning, I'm doing very well. Well, can you hear, can you hear me? Uh, yes, we can yes, hear we you can. now. We've had, okay, good. We've had some technical <laughs> Uh, gremlins this morning, so it was a little bit of a challenge. Uh, but it's good. Right. good to, it's good to see you. And so, uh, Jeannie uh, and uh, Vic, uh, I met them last year when they came down uh, to run uh, Vic's uh, Keep It Blood Red Falls. We had a great time. And uh, Jeannie was one of our initial people in our in memoriam segment where she discussed one of her characters who died uh, a very tragic death. And that, was that a druid or was that a, that was a ranger? No, that was right? a ranger. That was not, it was a ranger. Silverleaf. A ranger. Yeah. Right. That's okay. right. Yes. That's right. So but I'm seeing a theme here with Jeannie. Right. De- which one? Death? Out- death, yes. Oh, death. Well, that's, that's, I know. that's a dorso theme. That is a dorso no, theme. No, I'm seeing an outdoorsy. Oh, outdoorsy, yes. Right, theme. Yes, definitely. Right, so, and so you, so, so Jeannie, we ha- we're having you on because we know you love to play druids. Is that correct? Yes, I do. And what is it about druids that you like? Uh, well, I guess because with myself, I am uh, tend to be more, I like to be outdoors. You know, living in Minnesota, when the weather is good, you want to be outside <laughs> if you can. And um, ever since I've been a little kid, I've um, done tent camping. So I guess it sort of went naturally with, my personality. Now, was that glamping? So, Were you doing glamping? <laughs> no, I've never been a glamper. No, I, I actually like roughing it. Oh, okay. So that means like backpacking or, uh, you know, um, camping where there aren't going to be a lot of people or a lot of noisy glampers. So Now, here's my question for you. <laughs> if you were a druid and you were attacked by a, an urchin, what, would you kill it or you just would you run to try to save its life? Uh, well, it would depend on if it if it attacked me. I'd have I'd have to defend myself. More than likely, I wouldn't want to kill it because it would be, you know, unless I was some sort of um, saltwater or 
I don't know if they're in um, natural water or just salt water, but oh, yeah. um, it would depend. But I don't. I wouldn't want to kill it. I would defend myself. So. And, and hence the problem with druids. Right. So let's talk about druids in yes. general. So uh, the, they're considered a subclass of clerics. Mm -hmm. So again, last week we talked about clerics. So there's four archetype uh, characters that you can play. The first is the cleric, the healer. Uh, uh, and the cleric has both combat ability and uh, healing critical to a party. They, they're archetypal. Then you, know, then you have the fighter, the frontline person who does the dealing out damage, the magic user um, uh, is, is capable of really changing the dynamic of the battle and the thieving. Uh, so those are the four you know, core AD&D classes. So subclasses, in this case, Druid is a subclass. It is a, a cleric, a, so they derive their power from a force outside of them, unlike magic. Um, in this case, Druids, their archetype is the Celtic um, Gaelic kind of, uh, you know, that Stonehenge druid type of thing, nature-worshipping nature cleric. And they're attuned, very powerful in the nature environment. And so um, you'll find that on page 20 of the Player's Handbook where they go through it. And the first thing that and the reason I think Dan brought up this conversation with Jeannie, is the first thing you read about them is that they are absolute neutral. So the idea is that um, nature is neutral. It's not against you. It's not for you. You are part of nature, circle of life, akuma matata, all that kind of thing. And so for, for Jeannie's example which again, this is almost the Kobayashi Maru, right? The giant silver, inexplicably a silver urchin runs by her, her druid, what should she do? Well, first of all, if it's a silver urchin, she probably was dead before she even saw him because right. he could shoot uh, 200 yards away, five attacks. Uh, but assuming it did, would the druid um, defend herself in this case? And so... A lot of people get spun up on, well, you know what? If, if it was meant to be, kind of becomes this very fatalistic thing. You know, Druid's part of life. The urchin's part of life. Should the Druid defend himself? Yeah, but if, it's, why would you want to destroy nature? So you can get in these little philosophical circular arguments, which I'm not sure is, is, is useful. Um, I think this is why, to me, this idea of pure neutral or any of the alignments is problematic. To me, neutral is... Is, is related to or government structure organizing, that the affairs of men are not the concerns of the Druid. They're concerned of, of nature and that while humanity and elves and gnomes and monsters are all part of the natural order, um, they don't want to see a, uh, you know, a lawful environment pop up because there's too much of that is bad, bad or chaos running amok Saruman and his orcs destroying the forest, that's bad. Um, evil running amok, so it's, it's more of a government thing. Let nature progress in its way. The, the law of nature is what should be taken forward. Because any other way, you start getting into this weird kind of you know, schizophrenia of keeping track of, I've heard of people going, well, let's see, 
there were three evil acts done. Now I need to do three good acts <laughs> so I can be neutral. I mean, it just becomes a whole mess. So, um, so Jeannie, you've, uh, you've, you have a high-level druid right now. Is that correct? What level of druid is it? Yes, I do 12th level. 12th level. Wow. Oh, wow. So 12th level. So we'll, we'll have to talk yeah. about that because um, that means your title is druid. And so a couple of things that druids can do before we go over the skills is they're the first class we encounter that has a class limit, at least in first edition, which means um, there is a hierarchy. Even though they're not lawful, they have a hierarchy of, of amount of druids. And as you get higher up in the hierarchy, there are a limited amount of druids. So um, in, in the case of... It reads at the bottom of page 21, at 12th level, there can only be nine of these nature priests. Each 12th level druid is, is a body of a lesser druids and will have an entourage of three of their underlings. Wow. So do you have those underlings? Has Vic's campaign allowed for underlings and all that? I have not um, progressed with that. And that character um, plays in... I usually don't play. He doesn't let me play that at home because she's too powerful. Ah. So. <laughs> not, not a high enough chance of death. Oh, because right. yeah, you should have a posse. Yeah, I know. Right. Right. So it's, it sounds to me that right away, what did we take, five minutes of talking to Jeannie, that she's getting kind of shafted by Vic in this campaign. Yeah, she didn't wear it. She's. Should be having. She should have like a cast of thousand druids following her. Yeah, because there's like only nine of them. It's like the Nazgul. Right. She's one of the nine. You're one of the nine. Um, so <laughs> yes. So druids. So so druids. I mean, there's some great things about druids. Druids get an awesome number of spells, right? At first, as opposed to clerics, right? Because you know. And, and the good news about this is, my understanding is that in I think it was in Sage Advice in Dragon Magazine, it was clarified that druids do get the spell bonuses for wisdom as if they were a cleric, is right? I don't, I don't know if that's the way everyone else plays it. Yes, but, if they are clerics, they get the bonus. Which means that it can be really nice because the spell bonus yeah. for wisdom is, is really good. And druids start off with, what are the number of spells? It's really nice, first level, isn't it? Uh, I think they get more than, they get two. <laughs> I'm like, it's really it's awesome. It's really awesome. Yeah, two. They get two. Well, Considering in basic, uh, basic clerics got none at first level, so that's a huge improvement. Yeah, and well, and at third level, instead of two one, right? For clerics, it is three two one, and then so if you're a third level druid, you're at three two one, and then if you add a spell bonus, right? So that's the nice thing about druids is they get a lot of spells, and at a minimum, they need to have a twelve wisdom. So they they have some pretty. Uh, they have two stats that have to be pretty decent, which means charisma, which, again, I find that interesting, that druids have to be uh, very magnanimous and charisma, even though they're talking to... They don't like people. They, right, they don't talk to anyone. They're talking to plants and animals, so I don't... I, Maybe I, that's it. You need to be charismatic. Do you, should you do a reaction roll from a plant? Immediate attack? Pardon. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. When, so if you're talking to the plant, do you get a reaction roll? You know, because you have 15 charisma at a minimum. So um, it just seems clerics. You would think because they're trying to enthrall other humans, other other intelligent creatures, that they would want a high 
charisma, but they're right. not required to do it, whereas druids would. Again, I think that's kind of the stereotype of a very attractive uh, druids doing druidy things. Oh. So, I well, guess. And then the nice thing, too, is so not only do you, so the benefits are not only do you get a lot of spells, but you get the clerics hit die, die eight, right? Yes. So yeah. That's nice. So you get to roll a hopefully a little higher when you hit. <laughs> and, and, but I like it that when you're at first level, if you're being attacked by a large group of, like, um, ogres or orcs, you can cast Entangle a couple times if you need to. Ah, uh, yes. That's ah, Entangle. So. The old Entangle issue. The, yeah. Is there anything yes. in the dungeon to Entangle? That's right. the classic question, right? right. I'm they, in a dungeon. I, I'm in a dungeon. I see moss. Right. What do you think? Yes. Can, so, I, can so, I expand that and capture the troll? Or do I see moss? That's right. So, so you're the DM, and yeah. I'm in a dungeon. It's already a no. I haven't asked a question yet. I will, uh, in fact, when we write this next module... Is there any burrowing animals in each room? Right. No. No. Plants? No. No. That's right. So we can just and doors. Which way they open? Got it. So would a dun- would a dungeon have some sort of uh, weeds? I mean, does yeah. It why not? Lichen. Okay. Moss. But you have to have enough to entangle, don't you? Well, I mean, that's the problem. That's it. Doesn't really say. It just says it. It you need vegetation to do it. I don't think Entangle's overpowered. I like Entangle. Shearstone, that's right. So Vic will say, if there, as, soon as, as soon as Genie's character hits the dungeon, it's sheer stone walls all. It's been, they've used Roundup throughout the whole well, building to make sure there's no uh, things of that. When I ran the halls of Tiz and Thane, they got Sagathane out of there. And I totally fell for this as the DM. And around some plants. And they entangled them. Were you, I don't know if you were there for that game. I, it sounds like it, yeah. And, they, and then they hacked them up. Right. No, that, that was later, yeah. Yeah, dismembered him while he was entangled. Yeah. Uh, okay, so some so the, of the... De- the problem is it says grasses, weeds, bushes, and even trees wrap, twist, and entwine about creatures, so... Oh, grass. Right. But, but it's grass is so like the... Sav- like- yeah, but that's not the grasses I've talked... It's like the grasses in the savanna. Right, you know, like in Africa. It's not enlarged. It's not enlarged and entangled. It's not like the grass they have in Minnesota. You know, it's like putting grass. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So, um, so they're out. They're really focused to being an outdoor. Uh, even says they're more attuned to nature and outdoors than clerics and magic. So, like with illusionists, if you have a campaign, like we talked about the eco terrorist campaign. Druids would be perfect. Yeah. Where they go around and, you know, defend the forest or defend nature from the onslaught of whether it's orcs or those pesky villagers who are you know, <laughs> farming the land. So, do, so in your character, uh, or at least when you've played druids, uh, are you, do you generally play them as, even though you're supposed to be neutral... Do you play them as good? So, for instance, if you see a farming village cutting down the forest, do you get enraged by that and then murder the innocent children because mm-hmm. eventually they'll become farmers themselves? Mm-hmm. No, I, no, I've never done that. Um, if there, if anything becomes problematic, I, you know, when you talk about charisma with a druid, part of the, I think part of the role you that you have to get into is being willing to negotiate mm-hmm. and. You know, if you're traveling into a town or somewhere, and whoever's whoever you can find to talk to, you try to negotiate that. And because oftentimes there will be somebody who might, like an evil land baron or somebody who might be 
um, burning or doing something to affect the crops or making their people suffer who are, do, you know, their underlings. So then you want to try to talk to them. And if you can't negotiate, then you come back and you do Slaughter them. you do stuff. Yeah, you, you do stuff to them. You murder them. Like druids. Right. Yeah, druids get even with people. Yeah. But they sort of do it commando style. So that's kind of what I like about them too. Okay. <laughs> and, and it's earth-based magic. There is a spell um, that I came across, and it was in a drag, an issue of Dragon Magazine. And you can do, um, you can bless the land, or you can cast. I think it's called blight, so then their crops won't grow. Oh, so you can like, it's almost like a curse. So you can either ah. make it so their crops grow and they flourish, or you can um, damage their crops. Watch out, so Jeannie. Vic's behind you. He's coming up for a surprise. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I, <laughs> I know. I was concerned for you. It's an urchin. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I have an aura around me. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should do a chant spell for Jeannie. <laughs> That's right. So, so um, what's interesting, your take on that, uh, Jeannie, is... is, is uh, supported by uh, the Chamberlain from Australia who's chimed in, who said, Druids used to broker peace agreements. And Julius Caesar uh, mentioned that uh, the Druids of the Celts could stop a battle. So there you go. Oh. That's, that's that's wonderful. So that's probably where it comes from with yeah. the charisma. That's good. I like it. So, but, so, but here's the question is, where what's the motivation typically for a Druid to be in a party? So we're all rolling up right. characters. Okay, I want to be a Druid. Now I understand that you want to be a Druid, because you like the nature, whatever. But so, do you have to struggle with finding a motivation? Why are you going along with these this, this group of murder hobos right. who are just looking for gold? Yeah. I know, that's a difficult question. Um, and when I, yeah, when I travel, if I travel in groups like that, um, if, they're, if they're doing something that goes against, you know, my, my neutral... Um, self, I won't participate or I'll stand back. If somebody gets wounded, I'll, you know, try to do a healing spell on them. Um, but if they just to go to decide to attack a group of bandits because they're just there, I more than likely won't participate if the bandits haven't done anything aggressive. So I do have my. Um, I don't know what would you call it standards. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, because it would, it really wouldn't be natural for me. It, it wouldn't to just go and attack humans, just to attack them, right. just to mess with them. Right. So I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Because then I'm I'm leaning towards evil, and I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you you just so it is. I was just gonna say it is sometimes it is tricky to be completely neutral, but and like if we have odd. Um, odd people in the party well I don't want to say odd but like you know like a half orc or we rescue a group of prisoners and there's orcs amongst them and they want to join us I would be more than likely the one who would talk to them and you know befriend them and welcome them into the group and if I was a high enough level I would cast um, no alignment or alignment you know so I could sort of get a feeling for that so, and I've had to do that before. So I, I think what that all means is if you're going to play a druid, you've got mm -hmm. you got to play it with care. It's probably not mm -hmm. easy to play well, a druid. All these well. characters you're supposed to. I mean, not, I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to generalize, but mm -hmm. 
we tend to, um, again, if they're just an, a way to get spells or abilities and you're not role-playing them, um, that's when it becomes a problem. And I, I like what Jeannie was saying is you do have to play them carefully. They have this, they're part of the world, they, they're really part of the world and they have to interact with that. So, Yes, nice. we do. I, you know, I really like the fact that it's earth-based magic too. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> now, what I think, okay, so you've got, the, let's talk about the bad. So some of the bad is that you've got to, you really should play it, it appropriate to the character, and that can probably cause some tension with the group. Because the group's like, hey, right. where's the druid? We're right. fighting these orcs. And the druid's like, hey, <laughs> good versus evil. I'm just going to watch. This will be entertaining. Well, she, they're pulling out their uh, slide rule and trying to determine the amount of end result, evil or good, that ends up with this. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, yeah, no, I think I'm rooting for uh, the orcs on this one. Right. And the party's like, boo. Okay. You've got some restrictions. Well, I, 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 will ex- I will only help after two party members fall because... Right. Then it's, it's leaning. Right. Then it's leaning over. The then cosmos are it's tilting. Well, and that's where it gets weird. And no, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But people think they, they try to play this. <laughs> no. Well, because of the whole alignment drift. I don't mean no. I mean look. Okay. But it's because it's it's the alignment drift again. You have this neutral, and you have the chart. Right. You're to supposed me, to neutral, pull the chart so out. No, if I agree. You're neutral. With you. So the, the the question is: Is true true neutral indifferent, or is true neutral have a stake? in making sure everything balances. Right, there's the uh, chart. So you're here. And, right. and, and it's such no. a small box that the, if you have a DM that's difficult, you're like, oh, well, that's good. You, you know, you're helping the farmers too much. You're drifting towards good. So, they, I mean, it, that's not the way well, I play it. what does it say? Let's take a look at it. Before I open my big mouth, okay. or my little gnome We're on mouth. page 21. <laughs> right, what does it actually say about neutrality? Why they're neutral? Well, so well, it says right at the top, they are... Viewing good and evil, law and chaos, and balancing forces of nature, which are necessary for the continuation of all things. Okay, so you know what? Maybe I should have spoke too soon. So they're not simply indifferent. Because it seems to me there could be different ways to be neutral. You could be indifferent. I don't care. Good, evil, whatever. It's not my problem. Or you could actually be, you think that you're neutral because you think a balance is good. And so maybe those people have an argument there that you're actually, you want to make sure... Right, so you could have a neutral. Th- you could have a neutral thief that you don't care that good is winning or evil. Whatever, tell me who wins. Whatever, but the druid seems to be more concerned with it from a balance standpoint. Well, it could be, or the way Jeannie described it, which I think, which is my, I agree with her, is they're they're not even in the game of. Because when way I look at it is the worldview is how the world should be ordered, you know. Very rigid, very chaotic, very good, very evil. Their thing is, we are attuned to nature. They're all part of it, and my fo- and, the, and the druid's focus is how things are. You almost again, they're very conservative or preservationist like. They like the way things are because uh, if you go into some sophistry, if you start doing it. so, the examples they give on page twenty one. They're the medieval cousins of the ancient uh, Celtic sect of Druids, and they, you know, they like nature. They'll protect the the um, crops, and they will protect their human followers and animals. So, there, what would be potentially considered an evil act? So, for again, back to the farmers. You have area that's farming, great, but if you go and destroy half the forest, they would react to that. Now you could argue, if you're if those people are good, 
and they went after him, that would be an evil act. But that's not really evil from their perspective. They're, they're, not, in, they're not concerned about that. They're concerned about protecting the forest. So it's almost amoral in that Okay, well, percent. so, yeah, so David Thompson, right, the, yes. um, he's... Our, the Chamberlain, the Chamberlain of Australia. Says it's about cosmic balance. Yep. That's about balance. But that, wouldn't that be like, hey, I want to make sure nothing tilts too strongly one way or another. But then um, Cyber Heston, Jewets uh, just find good That's right, and evil That's right. to be non-relevant in the grand scheme of things. So yeah. is, that a li- is that a little different? Is that a little different take? Well, on I it? think the challenge is, is, is are, do they have to do the cosmic calculus every time they engage with people? And that seems paralytic. Jeannie's not sitting there as a Druid. I'll let her comment for herself that every engagement, she's trying to figure out how this moves the needle. So I, I, again, yes. Jeannie, how do you comment on yeah. that? Um, no. I, um, I'll sit back and observe, but um, I also have to be concerned for, well, for every race and for humans. Um, and uh, it, it, like, if there's a group of orcs who are burning and slashing the forest, then they're in trouble. Um, so, and that's a little different because they're naturally evil and they, you know, they just want to kill and eat everything, basically. Um, so you've met my, you've met my children. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've had it, Vic Vic likes to throw that kind of stuff at us all the time. So, I mean, um, that's a, you know, that's a different scenario. Um, but in the case of um, finding, it's usually it's usually some sort of greedy land baron or somebody who is doing that kind of stuff. And then, like, if they get, say, there's you come across treants, which is rare. But if there happen to be any treants in the area, well, of course, I have to protect them. So wait, um, wait, do you have to? So hang on, I want to find out who you're rooting for. You know where I'm going for? Where's the monster <laughs> manual? Right I there. got it. Okay. I got. It. So, G, when you're playing the druid, mm-hmm. who 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 are you rooting for? What do you, what are you showing them? I'm showing the. Oh, the treant. That's right. <laughs> the famous squishing treant. the guy. That's right. Who are you rooting for in this picture? I'm rooting for treant. Uh-huh, right. um, I like <laughs> well, and and Cyberhaston has a good point Lawful too. Lawful evil, which is that the in the thousand year planetary perspective. You know, whether someone is, you know, good or evil is winning out on this day right. here, big deal. Right. It's not going to affect stuff that right. much. The Je- Jedi uh, was another example. This kind of, they're above the fray. They're not. That's why I do not want to adventure with these dudes. Nothing personal. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, they're. You know they're gonna they're they're not getting into the fray. They have their own agenda. Right. Shouldn't the party have its, its singular agenda for the most part? And if you're always gonna look, I understand thieves are problematic because they're gonna be stealing some of my stuff every now. But we'll tolerate it. But the druids, they they have their own agenda. It doesn't line up with that of the party. Yeah, I think so. Not ne- not necessarily. Have you been? Have you, have you seen the people I play with? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the people I've played with? Yeah. Yes, I have. I want to ask you, Jeannie. I have. I, listen, we ask the tough questions here on Grog Talk, don't we? Yes, we're hard hitting interviews. Hard hitting, Jeannie. <laughs> okay. Can you please explain to me your wooden shield? 
I noticed you have a wood. Yes, I noticed. Didn't I see your druid with a wooden shield? Can you explain? Yes. How do you explain your wooden shield? How do I explain it? Well, um, we can't. I th I don't think we're limited as to what shields yeah. we can have. It's what it's what I haven't. But yeah, well. I have it right here. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you uncomfortable yeah. here. Okay. Your uh, Honor, uh, confrontational. Objection. Objection. Badgering the, wit badgering the witness. No, so badgering okay. our only interview we're going to have. That's good. Right. We actually, right. We invited her. She's our guest. Guest. It's a strange way to treat a guest, isn't uh, it? It's like 60 minutes. If, if we're not going to, because when Vic's on, we're all, ooh, don't kill us. But when Jeannie's on, we're torturing her. That's right. very nice. Right, we're attacking her right. for being a druid. She's like the nice druid. That's right. She loves She's the outdoors and we're, awesome. and we're attacking. Nice job, Dan. Appreciate no, no. that. So, so where I'm heading with this is, and I think this, this comes up, right, which is the druid. It says, and, and I don't know what On Earth or Canada is, because oh. I know you guys play with, with the book that should not be named. On page 19. Do. You do, right. So that may have changed. On page 19, it says the druid, the shield that the druid can use is wooden. So I guess then the question arises is, you know, are you expected as the druid to explain how you got to, you, you know, I'm assuming the druid, your character isn't going to go out and chop down the tree and make the shield, right? Oh, it's it's like if you're PETA and you're wearing a fur coat. Is that that's the idea? Yes. Exactly. If you're part if you're part of the PETA thing and somehow you show up in an event and you've got a a mix. Exactly. So if this with was the a head. podcast, right. yes, for ah, like, you. you know, to save animals, and you came in with a fur coat. Should there be a question about that? Right. Is it, I see what yeah. I see what you're getting at. I would look at it as it's being recycled into something you're going to use. Because, like, if we come across a dead animal or, say, one of the party, mm -hmm. you know, druids are probably going to be more vegetarian, eat, like, nuts and berries and whatnot, edible plants. And somebody's going to go, you know, um, shoot a stag or something. I wouldn't... <laughs> I wouldn't raise hell about that because I understand that they need to eat, mm -hmm. especially like dwarves. You know, they're going to be eating meat and drinking their ale and everything. Wow. So I understand that's that. A, that's a stereotype. Huh? That's a stereotype. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And, okay. then, we, <laughs> then we do something with the hide, you know, and, and use it all as much as we could. So Like the Indian with the of, buffalo. Yeah, that's well. That's my approach to it. You know, you're gonna you you're gonna leave as small of a footprint as you can, and um, so yeah. But I mean, I'm hey, druids when they're in the party, they're healers, and they will defend if they have to. And you know, using the the most uh, the most uh, the 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 defensive spells that make sense, like entangle and um, like. A second level spell, um, heat metal. Yeah, it, heat, is a great mm -hmm. one. It is a great one, but I like oh, entangle. So, yeah, you hold them. Mm -hmm. um, they're healers, except when they melt people, they That's have their right. flesh burned. <laughs> well, she so said they come back. Vengeance. Right. She said they'll come back. They'll That's try right. to negotiate with that charisma. But if not, they're going to melt but you. If that reaction roll <laughs> the, is immediate attack of the ways of dying. Hey, being. Cooked a lot. She tried to negotiate. She gave you a chance. <laughs> That's right. She tried to negotiate. You didn't listen. Whose fault is it that you're being That's scorched right. to death? That's right. You brought this on yourself. You did. You only have you to blame. <laughs> and do you like entangle because it's actually plants doing the killing? So isn't it? Well, really it's not. Better? They don't kill. They entangle. Oh, they entangle. That's. Oh, they can't. I guess they don't squeeze you to death. Do no. They? They just you just you can't move. Right. Then you dismember them. Then you slaughter them. 
But then you, you oh, cast wait metal. a second. But you can't. You you, be, you need to be careful that you don't slice the uh, the plant. I don't know. That so is a good question. So they, they just keep growing, though. Yeah. But, so it's like. <laughs> okay. They'll just keep growing. So there there are some cool attributes to being a druid, right? At third level, you get to identify yeah. identify plant type. Is that useful? I don't, Have you could used be. that, Genie? Yeah. Oh yes, it is mm. because. Um, you have to. One thing you have to learn when you're a druid is you have to be able to identify um, what plants are poisonous because you do have to learn how to brew poisons too. Oh, um, what's this? Yes, that. But that doesn't make you evil necessarily. Question mark. So. <laughs> oh. Um, okay. So you have to learn that, and you ha um, It is helpful because then you can identify plants that are going to attack you. Like shambling mounds, yep. um, you know, any kind of monster type plants, um, and that's. I mean, if you don't have that, then you're, you know, you're gonna, your party members are going to walk right into that, of course. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, and the one, the one uh, spell that I would think people would laugh at or think it's silly because I've heard those comments before um, is. Um, speak with plants but actually that can be really helpful i guess it is, i was going to ask you about that i assume that depends mm -hmm. upon how liberal your dm is with a plant's mm -hmm. ability to speak right we talked about this with burrowing animals and gnomes right. if you know obviously plants do speak in ad and d you're able to, right because otherwise you wouldn't have the spell right they don't have a brain right. but i guess so they you know, you know, and I think that's a very, I would think that's a very useful spell because the plants will be able to tell you, right, what's passed by recently. Apparently, they can. Right. They can, yep. can they see? Well, but that suggests plants can see. Can plants see? Do plants know? What I do think plants they know? They sense. You're full of it. This is great. This is Dan Unleashed. Do they sense things? Well, I think intelligent. <laughs> I think the other ones are sense, like a Venus flytrap senses, right? It doesn't see. Mm -hmm. But if you get near its thing, it... But what does it sense? So I want to talk I to a that plant. That I don't know. Right? So I'm walking down a path, and I'm talking to a plant. What does the plant know? That, that, that's a good I, question. Well, well, for me, I guess uh, Druid will look at it from the standpoint that they have, you know, like a, a spirit in them because they're growing. So I would think if you, if you find a pretty good-sized tree... Mm -hmm. They would probably have a lot of knowledge. Like old man, give you. old man Willow. Yes, right. yes, about the forest and right. you know the creatures that dwell there and any um, um, any real evil that's causing problems or you know whatever. And I think, whatever the DM dreams up. Well, and I <laughs> and I think that's right because I think that's the rule of cool. I mean, if you're gonna you know if you're gonna say well a plant can't see so they really don't know anything they're low intelligence. So they're just basically going to talk about acorns or something. That's no right. fun. And it's like, why do I no. have, why do I have this spell? Well, you know, you're bringing me down. I should have been. Right. I should have been a paladin. I could have been a paladin. I had that score. I had that charisma, right? Right. That charisma paladin. Right. Charisma paladin. I could have been a paladin. Uh, well, I chose two, to become a druid. Well, two less. I think. I think paladins need to have seventeen. Charisma. Well, I have a seventeen, and I became a druid. Oh. It's kind of like I could have gone to Harvard. Went to the wrong table to at the college, right? They, yes. They went to the nature table versus the holy I was drawn to holy zealot well, of, of seeking justice the, Dru the Druid advisor, counselor, encouraged me, said I should be a Druid and not a paladin, and I believed him. 
Um, I don't know. I, I have problems with paladins too. They can be real pills in a party. Oh man! Watch <laughs> out! They have to charge oh. in no matter what. Stupidly, be, be suspicious <laughs> of anyone who wants to be a paladin. Yeah, the paladins are robbed. Yeah, no, I can see that. That the paladin and the druid. Now you, you, it's clear why the paladin and the druid would only be on one adventure together. Right. Because they are not right. getting along. Right. right. No, I, I would have to just keep my mouth shut and step back and say, okay, you go. <laughs> but Yeah, but you know what? You can taunt the paladin. I don't think the paladin's can. He's not going to kill you, is he? You're uh, a druid. You're a neutral druid. What's he, you know? Can't you taunt the paladin and make fun of the paladin? You can, can do but anything. he shouldn't do anything to you. Well. well. Or he's like, I don't care. I'll become a fighter. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I can't take it anymore. It would be. I, oh. Well, the other thing is, like you said, they both have high charisma. So this is, you know, a force of wills would be part oh, of it, too. They have yeah. a lot of, you know, internal. Well, there's things I could do, though, to make him miserable that he wouldn't appreciate. Like druid cantrips, I could give him a nasty rash somewhere oh, I like to keep that. him busy. <laughs> oh, wow, he's in his plate mail. That's right. In the middle of combat or something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I would definitely see it. You know, it'd be very comical. It's it And. You, you know, the, we perceive the paladin as this kind of, uh, uh, you know, just overbearing, obnoxious. No sense of humor. Right. Righteous thing. And right. The, and the, just dis, being blah, disdainful blah, 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 of, of the, the, you know, the nut and berry person. <laughs> right. And your hokey religions. He's like a, stepping on a berry. Your hokey time. religions are nothing like the steel of my deity. And then, she, cr- then, then the druid casts entangle and heat metal. And then it's not so fun. The druid paladin battle. That would be. Be be much of, it's just initiative at that point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoever wins initiative. That's right. It's gonna happen. All right. So yeah. um, can you go over some of the, you know, because there's a lot of uh, uh, capabilities that a druid have. They can identify plants, right. types, uh, water if it's pure, pass through plants, which is great. Uh, right. Uh, changing form three times a day. At this is seventh level. Is that right? Right. right. Yeah. Shape-shifting. And yeah. I know you like to do that because I've seen you play a character that turned into a bird, right? Yes. That sounds very useful. Yes, it is. I have, yes. Once I attain that level, I usually will shapeshift into a hawk or an owl at night um, or hawk to, to see if I can, you know, if, um, if we've battled something, say they want the, the player, the party wants to try to find the lair. I might do that and do some reconnaissance um, or shape-shifting into um, like a, a Bengal tiger or something like that um, um, because that's very handy. You blend in and you can follow can follow other creatures or whatever. Uh, I- um, you can't transform into any kind of monster, though. Yeah. It has to be a mammal <laughs> or a reptile yep. or amphibian. So, yep, I've um, shape-shifted into fish, um, bears, um, dogs, wolves, um, various birds, even um, a little tiny bird that I can't remember what it was called, but it flew really fast because I had to um, go and get some sort of um, a special potion to heal somebody in the party. So, so that's that's about the extent of it. But yeah. it does come in handy, and people don't realize it. They think druids are kind of useless, but you have to explore all the possibilities. 
So shape shifting is definitely one of the best things you can use. Well, and and at, so. every time you go to new form, you it it will remove ten to sixty percent of the hit points. So that is amazing on itself. You're hurt. You're yes. out of spells. You can just shape shift and receive, get back some of your healing. That's like polymorph, where you get some. But this is way better. And it's and it's 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 permanent. So when you return, right. it's. What ha what hit points do you have? So if I become a black bear. What are my are my stats? You, those of a black bear. Every, you're, you are, your you attack as a black. You have the your hit points are the same. So that's oh yeah. Wait, does that mean so if I'm a bird, and you're, someone shoots an arrow at me, I have the hit points of a you have you you have your hit points as a druid. Oh, so while while I'm in the tough, shape shift, right? You're I, a super tough. Oh, nice bird. Oh, mm -hmm. that's very nice. Okay, so it's not yes. It's not risky oh, I, to find familiar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. No, I was going to say, you also get the um, bite and the two claws, front claws, too. With the black bear. So When you roll, yep, so if you transform into any kind of animal that has claws and the bite, so you get more, you do more damage. Oh, so right. So you're so, not only doing it as like, this, I'm thinking like the scout or whatever, but you can actually, so you've, you've sh shape shifted you to turn into bear. something good right. for combat. Right. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. What's the, the biggest right. thing that you? What's the best thing? Would be a black bear. Well, bear is what they say here. A cave bear. Yeah. Cave bear. Which is funny because it says about you could be as large as a black bear, about double the weight of a druid. Well, those must be mm -hmm. some fat druids. I was gonna say. Because a black <laughs> a black bear is I how much? How much does a black bear weigh? That's got to be. They can get pretty big. <laughs> never been a really fat druid. I'm usually sort of tall and yeah. So I would think about 500 pounds. So you you're you're 250 pound druid. You know you need a step less nut and stop hitting the uh, snacks there or something. How how long does this spell last? The shape. How long does that last? It's as it's long as you spell, want it to be. Uh, really? Yeah. You you stay in the form as long as you want. So I can become a. Yes. Wait, can I become a? I'm not sure I can become a cave. That's pretty big though. Cave bears are 12 feet. Tall, a black bear black is, bear is, is what they said. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I think right. So I think probably I would have to rule that you, I can become a black bear. Well, especially that's the one that was described. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I get one. Oh yeah, I get three attacks, and then I get a hug, damage. Right. Yep. You do the hug. Yep. And, and I get I, you. Yeah. And, and I, I get think, back a lot of my hit points. Yeah, that's I think nice. when I Jeannie's very affable and friendly. She wants to just hug you. It's like the owl bear. A bear, come yeah. here. Come here. Nice bear. Uh, that's right. Nice bear wants to come hug here, you. paladin. I want to. Right. Let's hug it out. <laughs> right. Let's hug it out. She entangles me, that's... and then she turns into a bear, and she hugs she hugs me. You. Yeah. <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. Um, but that's a very. I mean, that's the problem is you got to get to seventh level, and you've got to. And and if your game is very combat focused, they can only wear leather armor. They have more hit points than the thieves, so. Mm -hmm. If if your druid is not careful, you know they don't have the armor to get in the front and fight normally. So you have to be right careful, unless you use spells to right. beat that. Now the question: Does in your game or in Vic's game, if you shape shifted into let's say a songbird, could you still cast spells uh, like that? Oh. You can't when you're in animal form. You oh, can't okay. cast any spells or do anything like that. Yeah, I would so, think you don't because you, you couldn't do the somatic or the verbal. Right? No, 
And it would be hard no, to be fumbling would... around with the material components. Too. Oh wait, you need it's mistletoe, right? Well, it depends if you need it. Not every. I I was saying a verbal component, or or mm -hmm. you have the mistletoe around your neck. Oh. But you gotta think like a player, Dan. You gotta think like no, someone right. who I want to fly around and cast spells, which of course. <laughs> right. You could probably land on a monster, and then it would take one round, and then you could. You know, transform back into your your whatever right. you know your yeah. elf or human race, and then you could cast something on them and surprise them from behind. Oh, that's a good question. I've done that before. So, <laughs> um, uh, the Archduke uh, Chamberlain from Australia, David, asked. Uh, I do recall this somewhere where they talk about the different um, holy symbols, right? That's typically the mistletoe or. Mm -hmm. Do you, is there a level of power? Like if you use more holy um, mistletoe or whatever, do you get better effects? Does Vic do that? Or is it just as long as you have any holy symbol, it, there's no difference like clerics? You don't, well, you, mistletoe is the most valuable. Okay. Clearly. So, and then when you pick it, it lasts. Um, and it, um, I think in the second level they get real technical about that, so it depends on the DM. Okay. We've never come across anybody yet who has been that technical regarding mistletoe. Yeah, page fifty-four. Um, but it's it is the most powerful, and um, you use that for the the spells that have the oomph. <laughs> Like to say, yeah, because so. yeah, right. So, yeah, so page fifty four, right? As I think mm -hmm. we're right, right. It talks about this, yep. and mm -hmm. so the religious symbol of Druids is mistletoe of lesser importance. Is holly? Some magical power resides in oak leaves. All of the Druidic spells with the material components assume the use of mistletoe as gathered by the Druid character in the manner described hereafter. Uh, and mm. so, yeah, so if it's Lesser mistletoe or borrowed mistletoe or holly or oak leaves, it's going to reduce things, right, and increase saving throws potentially. Right. Is there a right. cost on that? So is that in the component and in the uh, equipment? Do the different types of mistletoe cost, I wonder? Because usually... The, the best... Well, the best... Oh, go I'm sorry, go ahead, Jeannie. Oh, I was just going to say the best way to do it is to harvest it when you can. Yeah, but... It and then you... You preserve it, and it's good for, it's good for whatever for the duration. So, so it's again. It says it's based on the greater mistletoe, which is pretty specific. Mm -hmm. That what Midsummer's Eve, right? That's once a year. Mm -hmm. So once a year, you must cut the mistletoe, cut it with a gold or silver sickle, catch it in a bowl before it touches the ground. Which again, if you're first level. Right. Where are you getting this gold? Are you borrowing the gold sickle, silver sickle? Who yeah. made the sickle? My dad gave it to me. <laughs> I got it as you a graduation present from right. Druidic school. Or... Yeah, you might inherit it, I suppose. Um, a silver sickle, you can buy that if you need it. Yeah. And really, and the interesting thing, too, for Druids is that your money really doesn't concern them. If you come into money, you'd use it to probably purchase land to preserve land, or you'd buy like animals in the marketplace, you know, to set them free or whatever. Right, right. So, um, but yeah, that's, um, and if you have a, a silver scimitar. Um, oh, you, you, that, that, I, I would go with that too. So at the, yeah. at, at the, the push 
and mending shop. Right. Is there like a little, <laughs> uh, just a, a smaller section for, you think, Well, mistletoe? that's what the, uh, uh, David says, is that he allows the local herbologist, herbalist, and apothecary to cut their mistletoe for a fee. You outsource it, and you can get some of that done. Yeah, cause I wonder if also if you buy, like, let's say you buy mistletoe on the street. Like, what kind is this? Yeah. Oh, no, that's greater, man. This is Acapulco. Mistletoe this is, on the this street. Is, this is Acapulco. Uh, yeah. Acapulco gold Definitely. mistletoe. Did, did you use, what What kind of, what do I need, a silver or something? Yeah, what do silver I need? sickle. Was, yeah, so, man, silver sickle was used. So I'm buying it from the uh, the urchins. What's our gang there? Yeah, yeah, silver. The, sil- the silver, the silver, silver street urchins. Urchin, street. Yeah, man. Yeah. This is, this is. Silver? Yeah, silver, yeah, this silver. This is gold, man. Gold mistletoe man. Yes, and it's oak leaves. Very potent. These are oak leaves. Oh, no, no, man. This is good, Holly. (laughs) You're doing a spell. It's not working. There's a spell failure. These are fig leaves. These are not oak leaves. No, there's no spell failure chance. That's right. But it doesn't last that long. No. Like, what the? Man, these are... Uh, you cast your spell wrong, man. This is good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I want a refund. Exactly. Man, this is the last bit of your oak leaves. Brick of toe, that's right. It's not me. Uh, no, you got to do this. I think you got to crack down. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. I didn't see you crack down. I did not crack down. You, no, I'm, I'm all talk. <laughs> I get to the game. What missile do I have? Greater? Yeah, man. Of course. I, I, and, uh, and I'm... This is the I don't I don't play a lot of druids and and I keep forgetting to, that I've I've seen it probably a dozen times but I forgot about it so that's that's a good uh, that's a good catch but yeah, yeah. so um, let's see what else so we oh who can play I wanted, we should talk about who can play druids what races right you know, what level, well level. in first mm-hmm. edition pre the book that shall be not named is very limited it is you, <laughs> the book shall not can you so what what can they be uh, who can human. be a druid. And uh, can be human, half elf. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Elf. Oh, I was just gonna say human, um, elf, half oh. elf, uh, tainted. halflings. <laughs> tainted. What's happening? <laughs> well, gotta go. Gotta go. Sorry, we're having technical it's, difficulties. Hello, sorry, we can't. You've been spending too much time with that other book. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jeannie, that is incorrect. It is incorrect. I'm not well. No, don't, don't, no, don't, 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 no, you're don't, not incorrect. Don't, you are very, if you're reaching, very if you're reaching for that, do not reach for that book. Don't show that book. Do not show that book. <laughs> don't look at that. Unless it's, this is what you were going to show. That's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, Jeannie is correct. It depends on what period you're playing. Jeannie's incorrect. Uh, half el- half else. Yes. This is awesome, though. Half else. It's unlimited. Yes. So that's really nice. Mm-hmm. So there's no disadvantage. So why am I a human druid? Why are you human druid? More importantly, why can't elves be druids Well, in first edition? Does that make any sense? It, it, yes. It's the ranger thing. It's a human thing. Oh, here we go. It's a human thing. Oh, that's right. We talked about this. That, that um, why would they want to be wannabe uh, elves? I guess you could be an elven cleric, but you can't be a druid. Why wouldn't they just make the elven clerics druids? But that's another story. Oh, and also it says somewhere under druids, it says they're the only true neutrals. Have we, I think we've had this conversation. Yes. They are the only absolute neutrals. Does that mean I can't be a true neutral? If I'm a true neutral, I have to be a druid. I can't be a neutral thief. No. Why would they, I, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, it makes as much sense as anything, doesn't? <laughs> well, <clears throat> so so in other words, no. So no. You, you can be a neutral thief, though. Yeah. You can be a neutral thief. True neutral. As opposed, to yeah. As opposed to I would what? think so. Like if somebody's hiring you, well, neutral. like lawful yeah. neutral. If yeah. somebody hires you. 
But it says, okay, under Druid, it says uh -huh. they are the only absolute neutrals. They are the uh -huh. only, only. This seems to me to infer, or to imply, that the only true neutrals are, are Druids. You can't be a neutral thief. You can't be a neutral magic user. You can be neutral good. You can be... Neutral evil, well, you get it. Yes. Are you, are you familiar with yeah, it? Yeah, neutral. You've watched our alignment <laughs> yeah, uh, right. podcast. You're going to go through all the alignments? What's I got going it. On back? Oh, no. That's terrible. Someone's showing the book. I'm melting. Showing the book that shall not be made. Yeah, bring, bring that. I want you to bring that book back. I want you to open it like this and go like yeah, this. And watch all the pages fine. Exactly. Off. And see what happens. But I have it right here. Its binding is not coming apart. <laughs> That's right. No. But there are the best extra spells Which, in here for druids ever. Hold that up. Which cover's better? Let's face in it. Come on. Unearthed Arcana. You like that better than the player's handbook? This is iconic. I, li I like them both. Are you hearing this? But for who is well, that guy? I'll, I'll fade that. I'll, I'll <laughs> blur that out later. Do you like that cover, James? It's like she's showing... Uh, role playing. It's like role playing porn. She's showing. It's. it's it not, is. It's not supposed to be seen. <laughs> it isn't. Um, I think. I don't think so, you can be. You, you, if you're neutral, you got to be a druid. All right. So I. I know you're a scholar and a gentleman. My opinion is. This is in the context of clerics. Oh, the druid is right, a subclass of clerics. They, in relation to the previous mm. sentence, are the only absolute neutrals. I say. Oh. <laughs> See, it's, do that for six hours. Do that, and then, then we'll talk. You're He's up. one of my many familiars. Did he rebind right. that? Have you been to Office Depot? That's many right. familiars. That's a familiar. That's a familiar. That's awesome. it's, a, it's a homunculus. That's what that is. Oh, oh, I like that. With mending. So I think it's in the relationship. Yeah, they used a mending spell on they that They used a mending huh? spell. They did. All right, so what you're saying is that just means that if you're a neutral cleric, you're a druid. That's right. Which is what we always used to play until they started mucking it up with like the Greyhawk deities who had neutral deities. Okay, and you can and you can have a deity. It's unusual, right? But if you some of the the, the uh, you'd mentioned it, it's the Celtic. Celtic, yeah. But other than that, you're usually are, you're not having a deity, are yeah, you? Yeah, you're, you're a the... worshiping nature. You're, you're a guardian of nature. And Got your it. Spirits are derived from. I, I, you know, I gave the example at, during the chat. It's like Avatar. You have the Tree of Life. And the you know the the blue people the blue cat people you know they're the X Varts whatever no not the X Varts the the blue people have you seen Avatar <laughs> yes yes the blue people okay. the blue cat people who yeah they're they're they they're right they're they have a tree of life Gaia the whole thing you know the pal that's why the Palins want to burn it all down because it's all yeah. evil worship they're just deluding themselves so which which, which race. Can have an NPC druid, but not a PC druid. Oh, interesting. Did you hear the question, Jeannie? Oh, which race? Yeah, and now we have this. an NPC. Yeah, in this one. In this one. Well, don't look at oh, that. No, 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 you you got to guess. You don't look. You got to guess. I haven't had an. I haven't had enough coffee to answer that look at question. That. What's, what's, <laughs> what's the T-shirt? Oh, it's, I think it's Gryffindor. <laughs> Who is that? Yeah, he. Who is Gryffindor? <laughs> no, oh no. Who's, who's child? That's Dominic. Who's that's child that. is that? <laughs> He's there. Who's what is who's that? Who's child? That's mixed. One of his children. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay I, I, that was obvious. Someone who pops up and just 
takes over things. It does seem very Vic esque. Right. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't very genie esque. Yeah, that's not genie esque. No. Kind. Genie genie nice, kids are out camping. Polite. That's right. They're in a tent. Helpful. They're in a tent. Yes. Yes. He's 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 theatrical. Yeah. Shock <laughs> shocking. Really, the only reason we tolerate Vic is because you do, and we therefore we're we like you, and we figure there must be a side of Vic that we don't know. So I'm his better half. You're saying? Yes. If you're if he's okay, if, if if you're okay with him, we're okay with him. You're the only half. That's right. All right. Okay. Uh, so uh, what is the race? Uh, I did not know, and I just saw it over there. So, uh, but David Thompson answered correctly. Halfling, which is yeah, which really that would be very cool. To be a halfling druid, but I, I I like your explanation of clerics last time, that they're not the type that are going to go on adventure. So a yeah. halfling druid is hanging out with the making sure the pipe weed is not right. damaged. They're like I'm quality assurance of the pipe weed, <laughs> right? Smoking the weed, checking it. Oh, and then, so you can a halfling druid help with the pipe weed farm? I would think so. Oh, Absolutely. That, I hadn't thought about that. That'd be nice. Yeah, they're they're like part of the extension that you go to the county thing. You know the the. I'm sure they have that in Minnesota as well. You can go to the county and they have people help you plant stuff and grow crops. Oh, you're like the extension agent? Right, exactly. <laughs> at the Farm Bureau. They're at the Farm Bureau. He shows up. The happy druid comes around. No, no, no. That's all wrong. This is, these poor plants, you're killing them. You city slickers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Do they help or just try to kill them? All right. <laughs> Vengeance. So, um, all right, That's so... so Vic's cons- Vic, is, he's going to remember that at Crucible. That he's the worst half. It's really not that. Is that is that really going to change the death of the people? That's right. Does that so I die sooner? Right. I can get lunch quicker. (laughs) Right. I think it doesn't really change much. No. Sunday morning, I can get home earlier. That's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's not too bad. I'm casting teleport. That's what. What do you all do? I cast teleport. Where are you going? Somewhere not here. That's awesome. I survived. (laughs) Thanks. I'm out. That's right. That's all I do. All right. Well, Jeannie, anything about, you know, we appreciate, what I appreciate is that it's clear you've played a druid for a while and you're trying to play in the spirit of role playing. Oh, yes. That's, that's it. Uh, Definitely. And and I think that's where I think Dan and I have have experienced sometimes that, but most of our players, they only take, they, they make it a one dimensional, like, I'm a nature warrior, or I don't even worry about that. I just like the stats. Mm-hmm. And so I think I appreciate having someone who's obviously played a druid for a long time talk about how to, how to go through that. So, well, and I'd like to give a shout-out to, you know, James, I think, did a good job at the tournament. He played a druid. And, and you know, so there was this who? controversy. Oh, sorry. It's getting late, isn't it? Uh, John. John. Who are you again? I'm James. I'm John. the other Jingo Hyman Smith. <laughs> right. Uh, so he ran, you know, he played the druid, I think, well, and, and I realized there that including a druid as a pre-gen can cause some issues. You need to know what you're getting into, right? If you just drop a druid into the game, because you're like, oh, it's outdoorsy, a druid will be useful. You got to be careful, though, because that can bring some conflict and tension to drop a druid. So I don't know that I'm going to drop a druid as a pre-gen in many adventures, so just... Well, if yeah. you get the right people, then you should. Then it's fun, because that's yeah. awesome. That's to watch the tension. Right. You, you also have to think about the fact that, like, if you are going to go in a dungeon or a castle, if the druid is a high enough level, they can cast Stone Shape, which is 
one of the coolest spells you can have in a dungeon or a castle. What does that do? I'm not familiar. What is stone yeah. shape? Well, you get you can go right through stone. You can make a door. Yeah. Oh. Or something to get through stone. Oh. Like if you're hunting down the big baddie, you know, or hunting down. Or you want or to, whatever. Or you want to escape. Or you want to escape. Where's right? the druid? God. It's very Peace. helpful. <laughs> well, that's helpful for the, those for the party. It's not really. She could just turn into if she's high enough level, she can just turn into a bird oh, and say, "See right. you later." Sing, right. see, song a, bird. see a sucker. Sing a song. <laughs> Do you guys hear a bird? <laughs> Is there a bird God. in here? Yeah. You know, there should be birds Her, in dungeons because you know I was at a hotel. You know, birds will fly in, right. and they're like, "Why are there?" She, I can see. I can see some birds. You know, well, it's like the one. Uh, module you did with us. They had birds or creatures that come into the Tizenthane or one of those. Didn't they have birds flying around? Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, Jeannie, what were you saying? Oh, I was just going to say there could be wrens, there could be sparrows, there could be anything like that. Mm -hmm. Bats are really a really cool thing you can turn into in in a dungeon too and go fluttering down the hallway Mm -hmm. or wherever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, they're definitely, when that happens, if if um, I'm playing a druid who is a high enough level, I'll usually do turn into a wren or something tiny like that. Oh, and we didn't even talk oh. about, and I know we're running out of time, but uh, mm. animal friendship is a great yes. low level. Is that first level? Yeah. And that's a great yes. spell, right? Because as long as you don't abandon them for too long of a period of time, they will... Mm-hmm. And, and this is, we've had this conversation before where like a bur- I come across, I'm a gnome and I see a burning animal. They're not my friend. Right. But <laughs> this is, they are your friend. So right. they will, you know, you can use them, I assume, as, as a guy. I mean, I know you can't see through that and come back. It's not like, like I'm familiar, mm-hmm. right? But I would think that could be very helpful as a little level. Yes. Player. You can have them, like, scout for you. If, you. if you know there's something, you know, evil afoot or ahead or somewhere, you can, like, if you find um, deer or anything, you can ask them, can you go you know, see what that is, <laughs> mm-hmm. or, you know, how far, where are they? Well, they're not going to know how far ahead, but where are they or whatever, you know, and what, or lead, you know, lead us safely out of the way or something like that. Yeah. So we've done that. Yeah, and one of the things we didn't mention about druids is, like a cleric, they get, I think it's a great benefit, is that they can pick their spells, right. any spell. It's not like a magic user. Have we a spell have book, to have, yeah. Yeah, we have to have it in your spell book. So that's really nice, too, so... Well, very good. Yeah, very I've warmed good. up to druids. I kind of. I think you're warming up to everything. <laughs> the you hear urchin. About. This has been very educational. Right. This is what's. But this is what's good about having me here. Is like I took thirty years off. I only played it. I was stuck in my ways. I played an illusionist. I like know almost nothing. Never played a druid. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say when you say that. I don't that. know. I shouldn't. I'm going right. to. Right. There's a lot of different th- ways. You, there's a lot of different things you could go with that. <laughs> well, but no. But so this is. I like. Yeah. I like the urchins were cool. Yep. I like the enlarged spell. Mm-hmm. I like druids. I think if you... Well, I hope so. Well, I, you got a little, that bishopy. Yeah. <laughs> bishopy part of you I've seen came out like, I don't know if I like druids. They're making me nervous. Well, I felt an <laughs> obligation to do the tough interview. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was just, you know, I was doing my job. I wasn't really... I know. Me- I, 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 please, I, we want you to come back. <laughs> <laughs> and you're coming to Grodcon. So that's great, right? But, so we'll see. Yeah. Right. So we're looking forward to seeing you at Grogcon. Well, and Jeannie, yeah. oh, yeah. thank you. You signed up. You have I signed up for a couple of my games. games so we're looking forward to it. So, I think um, very much looking forward to you. I think so that's I may awesome. have to give you a druid. Do you want a druid? I guess maybe I could give you a druid. 
If you want to. All right. Well, we we were talking about a a themed one, and based on the theme that we were talking about, that that would work pretty good, like a haunted forest or something like that. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we'll have to figure that out. That would be fun. (laughs) Yeah, for the tournament. I'd look forward to that. Well, (laughs) what I what you know, and and this is kind of the the dichotomy with with playing with you guys, because Vic's kind of hardcore. You know, comes off as hardcore and. Focus very tactical, and you know if you don't play right, you're going to die. But just listening to how you're playing the druid, if you've got good players, obviously Vic allows for um, more role playing R O L E versus R O L L, and I think that's an area that right. I don't. My group didn't really go that way. We only we did as much role playing just to check the box, mm-hmm. not that we were super worried. It, it was a way to punish. The character. Oh, you see a cow being slaughtered or whatever. What do you do about it? Oh, I, I, oh, that's terrible. Or when the paladin, mm-hmm. the cobalt babies or whatever it is. And I think right, it's you're better. Not a fighter. Yeah, I think I think if the player is serious about uh, playing the game and really investing in it, those things work themselves out. And and unfortunately, that's what I'm learning from this. You know, many years later, is that you, it's it's not the game doesn't prevent role playing. It's the players and the and the DM not working to move towards that is what's causing it. So I need to work on that as well. So thank you, Jeannie, for your time. I hope yeah, you enjoyed thank this. thank you, Jeannie. You're welcome. Oh, I most certainly did, and I learned a lot too. Um, and I, I found out that if you're going to play a more tricky you know, character, you just have to give yourself time to explore all the different things you can do. Because there's, there's a lot of parameters with the druid. Yeah. You know, the only thing that really limits you are the weapons you can have. But like, if you have crappy rolls, you can use a spell. Right. You know, and you get a so, you get a scimitar. I noticed, which is kind of nice, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can use that. So, so it says peace and love like a scimitar. So that's- well, that's what comes out later. First, there's a negotiation, right. and then if that doesn't work. Then pulls out then, the yeah. lopping of the heads. But that's kind of cool, right? I mean, that makes right. a druid kind of cool, the eco-terrorist right. like that, you know? So, oh, terrorist is, it's a, it's a loaded <laughs> word. That's, uh, you know, they wouldn't consider themselves eco-terrorists. So, okay. No. All right, Vic just wanted me to show you okay. what he printed on his 3D printer. Oh, this, you know what? We uh, could, so, it's almost like what you guys could do is every... I'm hoping... You could just eat... The little... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, show me, yeah. Oh. Oh, look, you there's the boat. boat. Yeah. And here's some of our little characters in there. Yeah. And they're all and they're all upright. They're not dead yet. I know. That's, that's, the, <laughs> that's the before yet. picture. That's right. <laughs> yeah. See, she, it's a teaser. Oh, look, everyone's happy in the boat. They're singing. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah. They're doing something. They're doing something. So, yeah. It's basically like a, that. That reminds me of like the boat landing on Omaha Beach. Yes. <laughs> That's basically what's going to happen to us. Except we don't know if they're throwing up yet or anything, though. Right. <laughs> they should be. That's right. They, should they don't be. know. I would. You know, I would be because I know Vic's adventures. Right. My character's vomiting. Right. You, well, see, you see the key. That's, that's metagaming. You don't want to do that. That is meta. No, maybe my character's going back. Well, no, your character go back because right. you you teleported that's out. That's right. Or whatever. You're still the plaything of some. Yes. Creature. Right. If I, I remember counting. correctly. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's right. Are you talking about Touchy Feely? Well, <laughs> yes. Was that his name Touchy Feely? He's a cleric. It's been, mis- it's, been, right. it's been misconstrued. Yes, I was a cleric. He heals. Monsters of the Cloth. Exactly. So, yes, but that's very cool. That boat looks awesome. We it really does. look forward to seeing the rest of it. 
Yep. Dr. Akon. Absolutely. So, all right, G, we'll let you go enjoy your morning. Um, and Thank so you. next week, we'll, uh, we have Labor Day. We have to, are you going to be around in town next week? I, th- I think so. All right. So we'll plan on being here because yeah. people are already looking forward to talking about fighters will be what we're talking about next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys on there have questions or things you want to talk about or if you want to be on the show, just send us an uh, info at grogcon.com. And for Grog Talk, thank oh, you, wait, Jeannie. Wait, yep. can Jeannie, Jeannie needs to roll? Oh, yeah, you have, have the to roll. Away. That's right. Do you have a die 10 nearby? Yeah, do you have a D10 nearby? We want to, you need to roll to oh. see the rating for the show, how well it went. Oh, that's right. I do. And Vix was I'm a, a handy dandy dice babe. Uh, oh, look at that. <laughs> Druid, wow. <laughs> that should have been the first thing we oh, saw. Oh, wait, and so we have always said there's two kinds of players those who show up with one set of dice <laughs> the and those who show up with that. That's right. You're obviously that. You have a problem. Oh, we've heard about your problem. Vic has mentioned that you have a you have a a dice problem. Well, yes, I do. I'm obsessed with dice, so I have a lot. A (laughs) a polyhedron maniac. Do you have a druid dice or druid die ten sided that has flower? I mean, like uh, plants on it or something. It's green. I have a twenty sided die, but it's not here. And I'm digging for a ten sided die. Here, I got one. I do, but I don't have it in my dice bag because it's pretty big. Oh. But I'll bring it when. Oh, that'd be great! Yeah, bring we it to come the game. to Crucible. Yeah. Are you gonna have to check it? So. What you roll? Am I gonna? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What'd you roll? But I rolled a nine. Oh! Hey! Wow. <laughs> this point's better than Vic's show. Right. Oh, well, attention. Let's see. We had uh, computer issues. We couldn't get the sound working. But because Jeannie oh. came on, boom, nine. boom. <laughs> right. Well, in the it. urchin and in large. And that's right. There was some, you know. All right, a nine. That's awesome. That didn't surprise me at all. Well, now we have to have her back. Right. Well, <laughs> so. Actually, she quit at a nine. Yeah, she's just. Hard to improve. Uh, this is not going to get. Uh, well, there is one level of improvement. It'd have to be pretty amazing, though. It would be epic. So, um, again, for those who like this jibber jabber on YouTube, we're at Twitter at Grog Talk. Our site is GrogCon because that's what we're focused on. A lot of Grogs. A lot of Grogs. Uh, please review, like, and subscribe. Ah, that's right. We have. Oh the no, Hobgoblin. it's going down. It's we an have, eight. We have the Hobgoblin. It's, it's, it's the. It's, it's, <laughs> Dominic. Hey, can you send him? We need a production that's Goblin. Right. Yeah, we, when you come down to Orlando, yeah. can you bring him and loan yeah, him to need, us for? We need a production Goblin. A year. Pro- production. <laughs> Just check him. Well, if he's if Nico's the Goblin, he's more of a. He's a, a Hobgoblin. Imp. He's an imp. Yeah, he's production an imp. I like imp. that. <laughs> he's more like a brownie, probably. Oh, oh, brownie. oh those brownie. Vicious, brownie. vicious suckers. They seem sweet. Uh, <laughs> oh, not for a druid. <laughs> yes, that's right. So uh, we're on iTunes. Uh, please review, like, subscribe. I know that uh, we ask that a lot, but I think we do have a lot of fun here. If people want to see uh, Jeannie and Vic and David and a lot of folks, it's, we're having a good time. We're learning about AD&D. So, um, and if you want to meet stuff. these people in person, come to Garakon. Right. Or Gary Khan. Or Gary Khan. <laughs> right. Right. You should go to you should go to Gary Khan. Yes, that's true. That's right. All right. So for Grog Talk, I'm James. I'm Dan. And you're Jeannie. All right. And we will see you next week. Uh, maybe she'll come on again. Who knows? It's kind of we're just until the next few weeks. It's we're, 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 we really don't know till five minutes before. Right. We're, well, it, this is we're <laughs> in a pub available. crawl. We're drunk and stupid, going stupidly through Suderham. This as, is what as, we do. As, as someone has told me about GrogCon, right. when I asked them if they would be there, they said yes if I'm available. So <laughs> that's way to commit. Way to commit. So. <laughs> Something better may come up. Like I got to go to the movies. Okay. Fair enough. All, All right. right. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 
This is big, a pushy, a big production. All rights reserved.